There's trouble brewing out in front of the saloon. Hey, they're gonna fight me, Jill. Look at them. They're about to go. I fired point blank. Watch this. Welcome to Crappy Anime Showdown. I'm your host and referee as always, Mike. Today, I am joined by eight-time Math Olympics brawling champion and world number one mathlete, JW. Jay? You know, you know, like, chess boxing is a real thing. Yeah. No, it is. And I've seen wait, it. Wait, is it actually? Hold on. Yeah. But somehow they play managed to make a... Box and they, play they just managed to make box. it a team game, and that's yeah, what's confusing. <laughs> uh, and also joined by a man who believes car salesmen are the pinnacle of honesty and morality, Ethan. Wow. Ethan, kind uh, of bad choice. I'm just saying I, I'm in a family of car salesmen. Uh, normally, it's you know mechanics that then sell yeah. cars, but... Used you know, I, car I salesmen. Just <laughs> oh, the worst yeah. kind. Used car salesmen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you take I it off the lot, it depreciates immediately to nothing. <laughs> also, just... these guys are a front, so like they just yeah. they, they barely <laughs> even sell cars. That... <laughs> okay, we're going to get into that scene, but anyway, in case you're new, this podcast <laughs> is dedicated to pitting garbage anime against each other to see which is the most deplorable while still being entertaining enough to watch. Today, it's something special. Ethan gets to pick who defends what because oh, these are what? both of his picks. Yeah. Uh, but catch us on uh, crappy anime at crappy anime SD on Twitter. Uh, go ahead, Ethan. What do you? Uh, I mean, first, how did everybody? How did you enjoy your week? It was a good week. I thought this was a good week of anime. I was I was happy to watch all of it for different reasons. Jay, I mean, I thought it was pretty great. Okay, all right. Now, Ethan, well, yeah, great for the entertainment and great for cringe. Okay, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. So, Ethan, what uh, do you want? What do you want? So, what do you want to give Jay? Who do you want to go first? You get to pick all this this week because, you, you this know. This is so weird. I'm deciding um, on the fly. All right. I get to do that. I want, what? <laughs> um, I want high card because I actually remember what happens in it. Um, hmm. Whereas he I don't said you really took notes remember what And Jay needs notes for math. No, Damn. remember I said that I, right. I forgot that I didn't take notes. So. Pulling up uh. Crunchyroll right now to remind myself <laughs> oh, of what happened. I just pulled up the Wikipedia. It'll tell you. Okay, I remember. I remember. Yeah, the Wikipedia is pretty good, actually. Luckily, yeah. it's so slow paced that actually only two things happen. <laughs> yeah. I see. Here's the thing. I can tell already what's going to end up winning, and I and I know the reason why it will win is the typical JW and Mike thing, where you guys are like, "All right, all right, listen." So I went to this thing and I watched about mm, I'd say six hours of content. And I'd say about twenty minutes of that, I like laugh my ass off. Worth it. No, worth it. Every moment. That's actually Amazing. not Hell the reason no. this time. Technically that's speaking, not the two entire time. episodes are math boxing. Entire. Episode. Oh wait, actually, that is true, isn't it? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So first yeah. of all, you're wrong on that front, but also there's no. Yo, hey, fuck you. What do you mean? One I'm wrong episode, on that front? they're was... talking about it anyway. One of the anime that I think won a season, it was either won a season or won the semifinals, <laughs> was that one that, like, there were, I don't remember what it was. Was it, was was so it the girl singing in the operating room one? Because that, <laughs> <was hilarious. laughs> that was it. It was exactly the operating room one. Like, there was one good scene uh, and you guys were like, I'm sold. Like, well, yeah. <laughs> that's all it does. But it's, yeah. but it's people singing in an operating <laughs> room to stop some man's yeah, internal ludicrous. Look, <laughs> I'm with you. Hilarious. It's, they're singing the, the song of appendicitis. Yeah, that Ethan. scene was better than anything 
the other anime had the offer, obviously. You know, I, like don't I don't remember what that was up against, but I'm now gonna go. His find anal out. polyps are like a raging storm. You <laughs> must calm them, Ethan, with the song of an angel. Yeah, you see how we can remember that and sing about it? And if I bring up the one that it beat, you'll be like, I don't even remember yeah, what happened. Yeah, like, no, no, fuck that. Oh, Nobody so it beat Dawn of the Witch, and then it beat Trapped in a Dating Sim. Do you remember Couldn't either of those? I definitely single remember. fucking thing I remember, about no, I remember both of those. Yeah, What's yeah, Trapped in a Dating Sim? Hold on. Trapped. And it beat Skeleton Knight in Another World. I okay, remember I the rape. Remember I can Skeleton tell you Knight, none yeah. of those. What? I can no, tell I mean, you I about thought, the rape I would and if Skeleton I thought about it for a second, it. but none of those beat Healer Girls. And Healer Girls did end up winning the whole thing. So that's, that's funny. That's right. Because you <laughs> fucking deserved well, it. And what was, what was the last, like, what was in it the final? It beat Trapped in a Dating Sim. Was that the one that it was the, the chick that, like, was trapped in and then she became, like, the villain? All you need to fucking say about that is that that doesn't even narrow it down. Yeah, I mean, that is true. We had three of those. <laughs> Uh, right. Not a joke. Oh, oh, my no, life no, no. as a villainous is the same fucking show. Eighth Son is basically the same fucking show. Like, fuck this. Anyway, let's talk about the anime we're supposed to talk about. Uh, Ethan, you go first since you seem Bungo to remember so Alchemist. much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm going to take high oh, card. Trapped in a Only dating th- sim was that really stupid one. Uh, yeah, thanks. <laughs> that never did yeah, yeah, not yeah, fix it. I just wanted to say that. Thanks for the info dump. Okay. Expo- you know what? Wait, maybe no, I'm that coming was the around. one where like he isn't it the main character is a guy and he's in like he's mech fighting. Is he in a dating oh, simulator? He's oh, mech wait, fighting like the four. Awesome. He's you mech fighting suck. like the four princes. I do and remember then the, like that. his sister or whatever was... is the girl that's in it and it's really stupid. That, that thing was awesome. No, the, literally, our tagline on this was quote not an incel anime quote. Wasn't the entire also premise was that his little sister in real life made him 100% a dating simulator? Oh, yeah. And then he For tripped no down the stairs reason. and died. Just so, just so that he could like, just so that he could uh, what send her the fucking the end cutscene in like a video. <laughs> yeah, Jeez. that was the whole reason. Yeah. Jay, did you see the producer who posted on Twitter? Yes, yes. <laughs> I have, I have a mathlete award for Mr. for math boxing. Mister Frontier Justice. What they don't, Mr. what they don't, uh, what they don't explain is that I am very bad at math. <laughs> yeah, and let's just say when so you're was, a bad so was math the person boxer, that was in it. <laughs> So it was everybody, apparently. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. Okay, Go. high card, high card. Yeah, so uh, episode four, we're introduced to the only female character in the show that it cares about. Um, don't worry, you get to hear her talk a lot. Uh, she has a rounded-out character. Uh, no, she doesn't. Um, she's not horrible. She's definitely not the worst female character we've been introduced to. It's just that she is, like, as usual, the... Um, the like second yeah. character behind the MC that she's you know, also like, doesn't really get much, a lot of lines. She's also basically not a character. She's a plot device. Uh, she's absolutely a plot device. They attempt to give her a character though, which is why I'm walking back a little bit because like they set her up as being the like samurai prodigy of her dad or something, right. which is kind of Let, dumb to begin with. Let's play the character game. Uh, describe the character when she's not in her psycho mode without talking about her one. clothing or her job. Uh, the only other thing she can do Did is she? that she talks about how she doesn't measure up according to her dad. That's like the only other thing, the other option yeah, she has. Yeah, yeah. So like, as a character type, like d- ditzy for no apparent reason. Like that—that's the part well, that gets. No, me. she's only well, ditzy no, when she, she's she drunk. Plays, that's a little unfair. She no, no, no. She lines. starts out ditzy. The the first she fucking was ditzy scene we and get then of not her, ditzy. Sort of like her yeah. power is like normal and then crazy. I guess. Well, the the funny part was too is that like. She wakes up in the morning 
and she she's trying to get ready for work Feeling and like everything's going wrong <laughs> and she's right, right. having a yeah, bunch of like, like random random like bad luck things happen to her and the entire time i'm watching the sequence i'm like is this supposed to be like a she has a bad luck card or something i thought that's what it was and then we never get that payoff and it's like why why was any of that happening I don't know, because the next day it doesn't happen. Every single, like, I, I literally thought her card at first was going to be, you don't have to wear it, but you are always improving in, like, in like basically at 200% by comparison to other people. And that'd be broken, right? Like, if you could just, right. like, never fuck up in a way that you fucked up before. I mean, that's, that's kind of interesting. That's something, at least. Um, that's like some looper stuff or something. But, like, anyway. Honestly, it's sort of like we didn't get um, any of that. Doomsday from Superman. Where right. you can never die the same ah. way twice. Wait, yeah, what? Hold yeah, on. exactly. I did not know that was a Doomsday. That's, yeah, that's, that's, whole, that's Doomsday's whole <laughs> thing, is that every time he was yeah. manufactured and every time you kill him, he can't die the same way again. Uh, and so it's, this guy it's not, kept killing and torturing him until he died so many ways, and then that's the whole point, at least. Yeah. That is some that, Doom or Phyrexian stuff. Well, that's that's one of those old Superman-type powers, like when Superman, the only power he didn't have was the one he hadn't tried yet. Yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Like that, that's, yeah. that's that's so you some, had to make him a character that would collaborate that. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, um, so the what I think is kind of funny is that the entire story of Samurai Girl is basically that she she has this classic like samurai story, and that's part of like the joke slash premise is that she's a she's a modern woman with modern problems, which I think was the reason they give us that like montage oh, that, of failure. That could be it. Okay. Is that they're trying to make her like a grounded normal woman, but actually secretly she has like a superpower. But if she ever uses it, she turns into a different person. And the whole point of her is that she's supposed to be like this new modern girl version of the drunk samurai in the bar who like, you know, r- refuses to train because he's too dangerous. If you haven't watched a lot of samurai movies, you might not get what I'm talking about. But there's a there's a heavy trope in like samurai movies where the old guy in the bar is a secret badass who saw too much shit or did something bad or like forsook his honor and now he just sits there and drinks all day. If you fuck with him, he'll kill you or if you really fuck with him, he'll train you. But like yeah. that's that, like that that's that guy, and I think and it's that's a really what weird line to walk. Like where where does it stop becoming? I'll well, kill it, you. It and makes I'll a bit you. more sense in this when it's a military guy who might have legitimate PTSD. Yeah, like yeah. that's the 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 old veteran soldier who's drinking away his emotional distress, but only literally has a specific set of skills that he can do nothing else with. That makes a lot of sense. That's a real thing that 100% totally exists outside sure. of like samurai, you know, movie fiction. And they try to, I, I, I think, I'm not even sure, but I think that's what they're trying to go for with this character is that it's supposed to be this like almost kind of joke reference where, yeah, in the modern day, the old, the old drunk like samurai who's got PTSD is actually just a salary man or a salary woman who hates her fucking life. Because she was told as a child that the to only thing she was good for. Well, the only thing that she was good for was the job and the role she could perform. Yeah, right. You so know, like, in a, in a more legitimate thing, that could there. be actually yeah. kind of cool. Well, like, exactly. I, There's a legitimate story buried in here about your father spent his entire life and your entire upbringing convincing you that if you didn't have absolute control and solitary, like solidarity yep. and being completely alone... 
that this sword was going to kill you and was going to make you right. go crazy and do a bunch of awful stuff. And on the one hand, he's objectively right, but on the other hand, it directly parallels that like samurai story where you know you, you've seen some shit when you were a kid at the direction of your master, and now all you have is this trauma and PTSD, and you still can't do the thing they told you you were you were made to do because deep down what they were asking of you was basically impossible. You know, I think I'm actually kind of coming around onto this. Um, well, not that but they at the same did... time it's executed very fucking poorly. Yeah, be- yeah, yeah, yeah. Because her alcoholism is salaryman alcoholism, which does not come off the same as legitimate like I murdered a child trauma. Right. Yeah, she is basically, she's manufactured all the things that she saw her dad do and went, this is a life I'm supposed to lead. Right, and more importantly, where it doesn't really fall, where it doesn't really follow is that the whole story of that drunk samurai is that the the protagonist walks in the door, shows some promise, and the samurai finally picks himself together and puts himself together long enough to train the new guy you know, so that he can do what the old guy can't do anymore, which is not have, you know, not, not be a badass fighter, but be a badass fighter for a good reason. And but that, that's not there because this this woman's job is to still be exactly what her dad wanted her to be. She still fails to do that. All of her actual trauma comes from the expectations that the rest of the world puts on her. And then they try to like hand wave resolve it where all of the people around her just go, oh, whatever. If you draw it next time and go fucking nuts into a suicide, like to us into a psychopathic murderer, we'll, we'll just stop you again. It's fine. Like yeah, while they, your they boss just, they just hand you. wave it. Yeah, they just hand wave it. And like, it's not you're not really fitting the theme here very well. And it's not like this show won't be serious. Like it's not like this is no, an unserious show. This show has no problem getting deadly fucking serious when it wants to. So why this just feels like somebody had like the whiff of a good idea. Like they watched a lot of like samurai movies and they love that trope. And they were like, we're gonna put the old retired badass in here, only this time it's a it's a fucking overworked salary woman who's like all stressed out. And they're like, yeah, yeah, I like that. I like that. And then someone was like, well, what are we going to do with it? Well, unfortunately, she polled really low in the in the user data. So we're, we're sidelining her instantly. Like, uh, OK, great. So like we get this one episode. It's really cool. It goes into her backstory, I guess, pretty well. And sort of. I, I kind of <clears throat> like the fact that she herself isn't actually a very reserved person. But the whole She's, point yeah, of the right. sword... Yeah, right. She has, like, an outward personality. It's just that she doesn't really yeah. get to have a personality. Like, they, they set it up. Like, you know what? Hey, I'll give them this. They they attempt to set this up, but then they never, like, let her speak. So, like, right. I, I don't get to see this trauma that they want to pretend that's there. I don't get to see... Frankly, like, the, the more that you talk, the more I was like, oh, you know what this is? It's just, like, this weird toxic masculinity thing. Where, like, yeah. she is this woman that is like, been told to act, like, basically a stereotypical, like, reserved yeah. and emotionally stunted man. male. Exactly, yes. yeah. And then, like, your only response to these things is to assume that when you, like, open yourself up, you have to be extremely violent while doing so. Um, and, or and to more effectively be a completely different person. Feminine, like, like female violent. Like, hypersexually violent. 
Oh yeah, her boobs literally grow. Did you guys catch that? Her boobs literally grow. But yeah. like, it was the easiest thing to catch. They they panned in they, directly. <laughs> well, I don't there know. is a shot okay. all, all right, they fine, show yes. are her tits growing. But like, I, what's funny to me is that it would have been so much easier for them to do the classic. She's a reserved prude until she takes out the sword, and then she's like a, a sexual dominatrix. And they try to do something more with this like legitimate trauma and her father. But then she's still just a sexual dominatrix. So like yeah, the, the other as soon aspect as love and peace her, comes out, it's just pretty dumb. Yeah, the, I, this yeah. When the other I, I don't aspect know, maybe comes it's supposed out, to say something, but I fucking her entire backstory is basically shelved. Like because she's not this stoic man, her insane femininity is murderous for some reason and sexual and like sadistic which is very strange because a lot of those qualities I think most people associate with masculinity, not femininity. Well, maybe that is what they're trying to do. Like they are, but I, I don't mean, think I they're smart up... enough. I, I think what they're no, trying to do is they're accidentally blending the, the stoic drunk samurai with the sexual the dominatrix and it's oh. not really working yeah. because when she pulls out the sword, she's supposed yep. to be simultaneously this badass who can fucking do anything but also completely out of control. So, like... Well, I mean, maybe, again, I don't think they're good enough to have pulled this off on purpose, but, like, she is literally a predator while she is in the form. So, well, like, if of. this was a better thing, like, it could just be that they're trying to, like, play a spin on the toxic masculine, like, you know, identity, but just put it in a, a literal female body. Like, yes. and show how ridiculous it looks, but, like... I just don't trust them. I don't think that's the case. I mean, the implication from the other way around is someone's like, hey, man, I know you sometimes go off on your PTSD, like, crazy psycho fests, but, you know, we'll just stop you again. Don't worry Fuck, about it. Fuck, yeah, that could <laughs> be it, too. <laughs> like I said, what, what, what this really caps off to is no resolution, no progress, no movement. Yeah, nothing And changes. for the next two episodes, her entire character is shelved. Yeah, yeah, she doesn't even, like, see the light of day for a fair amount of it. Yeah, they, so uh, like she she has the most the motivation point? of anyone. She has the most character yes. development of anyone. Yes. And yep. all all I'm seeing from this anime is, well, we don't know what to do with it. So in the box you go, bitch. Oh well, bye-bye. And so, like that's the thing sad. that it just it's just another female character that's put into a shonen because the best friend or the because the MC needs to have a female best friend that he's interested in originally that he eventually sets aside and realizes I can look at women as if they're not just hits. Like yeah. that's yeah, I don't know. You, but I then, but then you see like the the girl from the other family, you know? Yeah. Like the Klondike who's, got, girl. who's way like, cooler. Oh, so, so it's like you kind of do know how to make a cool female character. Why couldn't well, you do I mean, it twice? All we, wait, wait, wait. All we know about her is that she has, like, a cool power, and, like, that's it. Well, like, I mean, I, I read a little bit about her. There isn't much about her, but from what it seems, she's actually pretty neat. She's okay, definitely wait, not going like, to be a sex symbol. Oh, all right, all right. She's sexy, enough. but she's not there for you to ogle. Yeah. Cool. Where, as opposed to Samurai Ghoul. Basically, girl, what you basically got from her, is. I mean, obviously, there's more to her character, but what you got from her in that scene is kind of what you get from her throughout, is, is yeah, kind of yeah. what I was looking at. Right. Okay, I mean that's not enough, but okay, like I that mean, is better than most women are treated I, in anime. So I guess I'm I happy. think that I think she suffers from what I would say in anime is typically reserved for side character syndrome, where the main Wait, characters, which one? Which one? Uh, Samurai Girl, okay, Samurai Girl, like 
is the most interesting character, I think, because she is not going to be a focus. Main characters yeah, yeah, have yeah. to be these like milk toast, boring stereotypes. And only the side characters get to be interesting. I think because like they do have a really cool idea here that they don't really do a lot with. I think the reality is that like that that's what that is. That uh, they threw a bunch of darts at the board. Somebody was bound to be interesting, but none of them were the main characters on purpose. So like, go away. <laughs> yeah, you can't get, have get a down. main character be interesting. You can't have women be important. So like, just sit the fuck down. Yeah, that's actually more accurate. Yeah. So I mean, maybe <sighs> she's got more to do, but like, she sure as fuck ain't in any of these thumbnails. I'll tell you what. Also, um, I, I just kind of want to focus for just a moment on how dumb it is on how the main character beats her. So, like, while she's holding the sword, that, it, not the card, not the card that she wears on her hand, but the sword is what gives her her power. Right. I, I don't know why. It's kind of antithetical. The, the, the well, card no, summons the, the card, sword. Yeah, the card, the card summons, summons the sword. The sword but why? if the sword is sheathed, it's not. Why? It's not applicable. Yeah, that doesn't what do make mean, any weird. sense. What do you mean? Yeah, that's kind of my. The, the main character's card summons a gun. No, no I, I understand. Yeah, but no, he no, doesn't. That, but when he's holding the gun, he's still in gun mode. It gun mode doesn't magically happen when he pulls back the hammer, for example. Yeah. So I, the problem weird. is that she <laughs> oh, okay. doesn't have the sword on her. Then she summons the sword with the card, but she's fine. It's only when she so, draws the yeah, sword out right. of the sheath that suddenly the sword is having an effect. Despite the fact that when we first see this happen, well, it's, all so she it's, does is touch the card. The the only thing yeah. that I can, the only thing I can <laughs> think of is that the sword is called like um, what is it, love and peace or something? Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of like a two moded thing. So when it's sheathed, it's still her in control, right, but and when what's she unsheaths the... it. She gets What's the, the point? That's just What's the benefit? The point she just gets a, a nice stick to hit people with before then. Well, like I, I is I, that it? Look, look. Obviously, this was not what was thought about when this character was designed. What they wanted was a really cool moment where she draws the sword and turns into a different person, and that yeah. makes sense from a thematic, like conceptual and visual. Yeah, it could have been cool. It was a bummer the way it was. It's a little bit of a bummer the way it ends up working out. But like, look, at the end of the day, you can hand wave it pretty easily by just saying she's in enough control to have the card and summon the sword, but not in enough control to draw it because it's specifically the like desire to kill and maim that she fucking has no control over. So it's specifically when it has that edge and she puts it into kill mode, she takes off the safety. That's she when she turns the loses gun it. sideways. Yeah. She turns the gun sideways for the kill shot. <laughs> like yeah, it, it doesn't I, make any I sense. It doesn't make any sense. I I'm fine with that though. I don't think that's the thing that needs to make sense. I think yeah. what needs to make sense no, is her character motivation and development. And it doesn't. Yeah, of course it, it doesn't. I, I this, my complaint here was like a petty thing. It's just like when he disables her from fighting, all he has to do is just shoot his bullet perfectly at her weapon. Uh, first and even of all, though she's it's basic... multiple bullets in the yeah, same he stacks spot. Them. It's two. He stacks no, it's three. Bullets. It was like three bullets. So he bullets shoots three, stacked. but one bounces off. There was, no, he was only two four. bullets stacked. No, no he shoots yeah. four. One the first one off, she deflects. Three hit. I like and the then, way you're defending this as if it makes it make more sense. It doesn't matter. Well, I mean, it's because, just, like, it's theoretically, just true. Bullet, Are we just going to say lies? And I just, what I'm I saying just love... is the bullet can't be stopped. His power is that it goes straight and it basically can't be stopped. That's not true. Why His bullet's been shoot... stopped, like, multiple times. Yeah, it gets stopped he, got, he, shot, he shot Mr. Hardbody multiple times in the chest and it was stopped. Yeah. Well, what the fuck is his power? His power like, is whatever it needs He's to be at the time. I don't know what yeah, to tell you. Right. It's, just a, it's a gun. 
His power That's is it. whatever Wait, it fucking you, the needs last, to be at okay, the time. The last time I mean, we that, discussed this. Oh, sorry, sorry, that and he can shoot bullets straight. Not that they can't this be is stopped, fucking, but that he this can is shoot fucking them straight. This is fucking JoJo, man. It doesn't I'm matter. I'm just being a petty bitch because apparently the four of hearts can beat the ace of goddamn Great. spades. Who cares? Move on. Oh, okay. All right. My he bad. He sorry. doesn't beat the ace of spades. He just kicks her what? sword away. What? Also, what? also he, technically he... speaking, he literally beats her. He literally. He literally beats her. Beats her. What the fuck? But, but technically he's... speaking, he's... just to be clear, he could have just shot that bitch after he like, got the, the sword two away of, from her. It's the two of clubs that beats the ace of spades. Yeah, I thought he was. Oh, John Doe had the four of hearts. My bad. Wow. Yes. No. Yes. I think. Wait. I'm sorry. reading the fucking wiki. He is. Listen, yeah. Her 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 power is the least interesting of all the powers so far. It's such a boring power. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't no, need another you, manic man. pixie girl. I hey, just al- don't. Also, like theoretically, a power that is too manic, too right, much right. for you to handle could have been again. Like everything, there's there's something here to go off of. And I yeah have no yeah like Deku's power in the beginning when it was right. too much for Deku to handle. And then they were like, well, what if it wasn't? And you were like, but well, what if it wasn't anymore? Yeah, because what if I can't write Superman. Anymore. Okay, well, I don't care anymore. But what if what if he what, just what if not? What if he just did cry as much and he can do everything now? The crying do I, I regret, could do without. Do I, do I regret having him cry less? I, it's weird. I, I want Deku to suck again. I just want him to Did you guys see crying. that new panel? That There's like a panel of him where he's like, no. okay, I happen to see it. I don't read this shit. Don't act like Kinda I read it. Kind of sounds like you're caught up. So what's I, happening? I I'm yeah, really what's, caught what's up. What's happening in the, uh, in the anime there? Uh, is Lamillion back in it? That's what, what the I fuck is Lamillion? Is it like a lemon on like a he's summer day? He's not caught up. Let's ignore him. Is, it like a, is that like a liqueur? <laughs> He's not caught up. Don't talk to him. He's not caught up. He's dead. He's dead to me. He's dead to us. He's dead. He knows not. Oh, this dude, the guy with the weird face. What is going on with this dude? All right, shut up. I don't care about fucking Hero Academica. Yeah, why you macadamia nut? Shut up. Wait, isn't this is the dude like from the shitty class? Talk about episode five. I don't wanna. Um. All right. So, but the episode five is a good one. No, I know. I can. No, I can talk about episode five. Um, how does it start? Oh, yeah, that's right. So, <laughs> Junior Detective Sugar Peace didn't realize that was her name, but apparently yeah. that's her name. Yeah, her sugar? name is Sugar because they were sexist. Sugar? sugar? I assumed that that's what that was, too, but nope, her name is Sugar Peace. Also, like, just from a writing perspective, hilarious that they were like, all right, we're going to name our sword Love and Peace. And you're like, oh, all right, like, okay, there's like a dichotomy thing there. I, I get what you're going for with this character. And you're like, all right, all right. Uh, also, um, the next female character we run into is going to be named Sugar Peace. <laughs> it's wow. like, I forgot. Got the exact same. It, it like, sounds beats. like they got their names from like fucking uh, 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 Austin Powers. Like, I just, that's oh, a fucking yeah. Austin Powers. Yeah. Name. I also just want to say my fate the only funny part of well, not which even I guess funny, is really just a. A James Bond name at this point. Yes, my yeah. my uh, my favorite before. scene. Yeah, well, because there's Octopussy and everybody else. Uh, but my favorite yeah. scene from episode four was when that bratty kid just drops the Bank of England on her. I thought that could have been funnier if he just dropped yeah, a little bank. But I, I love the, the idea that you drop a vault and it's like, why is the vault open on the bottom? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Right. Also, why, it's like why cartoon it? logic. It's like what? <laughs> no, she just smashed. She's yeah, not she's inside the now. vault. You it's just not how killed this works. her. <laughs> I, I would have loved a scene where he does that, and then they go to look inside, and there's no one inside, and they lift it up, and there's just a dead squad. She's dead. <laughs> and he's like, oh, oh, I just, I've seen so many cartoons. I just thought she'd be inside of it. Oh, Why would you shit, think man. that? Why you just would dropped you a think? solid object on somebody. 
You killed her, man. You killed her. You fucking killed her. Okay, that would have been funny. We didn't get that. That would have been really good. (laughs) Um, Go ahead. (laughs) So anyway, uh, Junior Detective Sugar Peace is like, why is it that every time the car company, Pinochle, gets involved as a person of interest, they just close the case? And she (laughs) looks around at all the cops, and the cops are like, I don't know, man. I'm just like here to fucking do nothing i'm a cop i'm here to write people tickets and frisk them down and touch their titties i, I and just I'm all carry revolvers and i i fondle my revolver well, let's be honest they don't all carry fucking revolvers you're the one last time we talked about this you're like well it's a standard yeah, piece not every, not every, every fucking cop in japan has a gun yeah well it's they're japan, all detectives, not america so they, prob- and they are they not prob- all detectives but all the people in that room are detectives that, that is a load of shit they that were a de- load of shit uh, Half of them uh, are going to be beat cops putting in a fucking putting in a fucking report on the latest guy selling cigarettes at the corner store. Okay, the other guys pulling in people from the drunk tank. Ninety percent of those I are beat wanted, cops. There's yeah, maybe in five the detectives scene, in that They're room. not. What are you talking about? Fuck off. They're not detectives. That's silly. Did you even watch it? Like, I yeah, just... they clearly are not all detectives. Mm-hmm. All right, That's I'll just nonsense. casually pull that up. We'll see. Anyway, the what, point what is... You, what you, is there going to be a board, a whiteboard that says every detective in the room and list all of their names? Cops wear uniforms, detectives don't. What What are you smoking? That's like the, the 101 of everything ever made. Not true. Also, it's yeah, an anime. Of course, it's not true to real life, but they're just modeling you know after how many, what... You know how many TV show cops I've seen not wear a fucking uniform ever? I, I literally don't know because I don't watch that garbage. How many? Good for you. All of them. You okay. think the people on Law and Order wear their official fucking police uniform? You think Ice yeah, T's walking Order around in the blue? Isn't he? Isn't wait? Isn't Ice T literally a detective and not a cop in that show? I don't know, <laughs> motherfucker. He is a detective. I guarantee sure? it. I thought half I like of them that, were lawyers. Jay, I like that your your plan of attack was. Yeah, you think Ice Law and Order people are detectives, aren't they? I don't know. That's why I'm asking. <laughs> Dude, what about what about CSI? Some of them weren't all detectives. They worked at CSI Crime yeah, Lab. Yeah, they probably don't. This is like some fucking, of them did wear uniforms. This is like the New York Nine Nine like joke show. They they like made that. it abundantly clear that all the cops that were actual when I was cops watching were. R.I.P.D. with Ryan Reynolds, where they all wear. Oh my god! I watched no. one called R.I.P.D. It was so bad. It was <laughs> so no bad. way. R.I.P.D. Like, is a show. I came and my wife and her parents were watching it. You caught came? The tail end. That was yeah. gross. That was <laughs> like, do you like Ryan Reynolds that much? Hold on a second. Bro. It was actually Jeff more about Bridges Jeff Bridges, to be this? honest. Yeah, to be honest, it was more Jeff Bridges than Ryan. Look Reynolds. at these guns! Oh my god! It's okay. These they guns shoot dead incredible. people. They, it's fine. Wait, what? Hold on. What is this show about? Like, excuse me? Shut Is it up. A movie all right. or what? I don't care if they're Is all it, detectives they and, and you're, if you're high out of your mind and you think an entire department has like 13 detectives. I'm on not. Staff. The people who made the show are. They're all in suits, motherfucker. What do you want yeah. from me? They're off duty. They're desk people, they're <laughs> desk jockeys. Yes, they ain't fucking doing jack detectives. shit. Detectives aren't I, on desk duty. They're out in the field I, saying, taking off their glasses and making puns. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> yeah! Oh my god, what are these guns? <laughs> That's what detectives do. Okay, genuinely, this RIP. Miami thing. Vice, oh, they wear these These guns are straight up out of so Sorcerer's Stabber Orphan. Yeah, it's. it's you can't it's tell me. They have two. They have 
two like, they're just, oh my two God. bullets at the Shut same up, time. Man. So they're Shut super up, long barrels, but what they fire are like special ghost bullets, essentially. But it's Shut stupid. Up, yeah. Anyway, oh, so need to be that wrong. So you talk came about in your wife five. over this? It's, that was yeah. weird. Well, he didn't say he came in his wife. Let's no, be right. He <laughs> said he. Well, I heard something. He said he came in a family gathering while watching. <laughs> There's an R.I.P. two. Jeez. There is an R.I.P. But it's not what the same. You have to watch it double the fun, baby. You notice how it's like it's like Dumb and Dumber. It's like. Uh, we got them for the first one. Well, we want to make a sequel. Ooh, they don't want to come mm, back for that. No. <laughs> anyway, talk about episode five because it's my favorite. <laughs> oh, fine. Jesus Christ. We're not, talking about so anyway, RPD. on to episode not six. Sugar so, piece, episode not Sugar six. Peace, though. She's not my favorite. Sugar Peace Soup. I can't imagine why. Um, one the piece So, soup. yeah, they, uh, John Doe, the dude that, like, replicates himself from episode four that no one even talked about because who cares? He wants witness protection because he's worried about the Klondike family. Um, yeah, not a good name for a crime family, but no way, dude. Wait, I mean, I I know it's what would Klondike. you do for a Klondike mob? Yeah, Didn't thank then? you, Michael. What do you have You'd to do kill for the Klondike mob? You have to, you have to, you have to. Kill what would you do for the Klondike bar? What do you important. have to do from then on for the Klondike mob? <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a real. What hustle, happens when you your know? Klondike keeps getting smaller and smaller? Do you when you, seek when other you bars? do anything for the Klondike bar, do you seek moose tracks? Do you go for dilly bars? Do you go for eclair the bars? Fuck's a dilly they bar? make you an offer what the, you can't you never refuse. Have a Dairy Queen dilly bar? Frick Why you, would I? Done. When there's a Klondike, there's a diddly bar. Shut I up and talk to... about episode five. I am talking about episode five. What do you want from me? Less this Klondike is important jokes. material. <laughs> Fewer. Anyway, there's I'm, a charity I'm ending event. the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking feared me. This man just, just the fuck you, you, you were fewer over here. <laughs> <laughs> the fewer fewer. The fewer. <laughs> Fucking next level grammar Nazi. <coughs> fuck, my ribs still hurt. You guys are killing me. Oh, okay, okay. Um. Episode six. Yeah, let's talk about episode six. We we got Foreland and Trupia. All right, no, episode five. Yeah, so it was a charity event. It was the Klondikes. <clears throat> and basically, this guy's obviously like, you know, criminal mastermind, whatever kind of dude. And he's got like the DA of the city there and is like, well, you know, uh, you know, everyone gathered here together because we're a family and we all work for Walmart. And that's why you wouldn't unionize, okay? That's right. And uh, then he brings out the guy that tried starting a union, and his name was John fucking Doe. Mm. Well, <clears throat> at the same time, Sugar Peace arrests... How, hey, not, how does she arrest him? I don't remember now. Uh, she finds him randomly on the street, runs With into a an gun. alley. She pulls out a gun on him, runs into an alley... I think just like threatening some random person. It, this is like the worst version of entrapment I've ever heard of. She basically pretends to be a criminal committing a fucking crime. Yeah. And like <laughs> going to murder somebody in the street. And then when another guy pulls out his gun to try, st- try to stop what is clearly like a mass murder event. She she pulls out <laughs> her badge and says, put the gun down, idiot. I just made you draw your gun on a cop, fucker. I'm like, wow, that is... I mean, that's highly illegal. Sure, but like having a gun in Japan is not exactly legal to begin with. I don't think that if you had a gun in Japan, it would be illegal to shoot one of the only other people in Japan. 
Like, like if if the guy who was about Probably to murder be. Shinzo Abe pulled out his high school science oh, project, wow. and you got a you got a big look at both barrels, and you put one between his eyes before he could booty blast the fucking prime minister, I think you'd be a goddamn hero. I don't think they'd arrest your ass. Well, it's because it's Shinzo Abe. I don't know. Like, if the rest of I that get really that matters. a lot of other countries are insanely like super fucking ultra scared of guns and their entire concept, but I don't even think they'd be that fucking ass backwards to think that like the one time someone did a good thing with one, they'd put their ass in jail. I have no idea why you believe that. But even I America, think even Japan America would. gives you a pass when you shoot at the cops. Yeah, but for that's because America loves that. J- well. Okay, sometimes the cops loves will that execute shit. you first. It's true, but after you're right, dead, yeah. they will not press charges. <laughs> yeah, they're really and if you happen to miss, if you happen to miss, they also don't press charges. Wow, that's nice of the cops. How nice of them! Uh, They'll still try to run you down and kill you, though. Yeah, they, they give they're temporarily leaved, and then, now you know, if they, they accidentally shoot each other, they will plant the gun on you. That's the problem. <laughs> Yeah, and the heroin. Uh, Don't forget the heroin. You know, we we all got our pro- we got all got our problems to deal with. They have a double barrel pipe, and we've got a lot of guns. So, like, who's who's laughing now? Well, all right. Junior Detective Sugar Peace is laughing now because she finally caught our main character Finn, and yeah. she's trying to take him in because he's got a gun. And they get hit <laughs> that by she a... that she tricked him into drawing. <laughs> that is true, but he's got a gun. <laughs> And she's trying to take him into the cop station, and they get hit by. Was it a bus or was it a garbage? You know, you know what I didn't think of uh, a bus. Well, what I were they gonna do? What was she gonna do if he ran around the corner with nothing? Was she just I gonna point know. her gun right in his fucking face? I don't know. I mean, I you're under like... arrest for what? For being on the other side of this gun. <laughs> so, but like, I mean, that's the best like part was police. the best part was was that like all this was just a bait, like the whole like. She tried to trick him into doing something illegal so she could arrest him. Yep. But and it worked. But what she did was illegal. And if he had run around the corner without doing anything illegal, she would have had nothing to do and no reason <laughs> to arrest him. I'll and she probably would have done it anyway. Away. Yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, but it works. And uh, they get hit by a cop. bus. Yeah. Uh, and you know what's wild is she's the one that is looked at as weird in that department. Well, I think we know why. Because yeah, it, um, it seems yeah. like a hell of a lot of people probably may have had this experience before. Other members of the department may or may not have uh, had their own warnings issued. Oh, that is I not mean, the, where the, I thought the, you were he- going with I was going to say, the head of the department is, is friends with the Klondike man. So The head of the department's in on it. But, I mean, like, the way some of the people completely dismissed her when she brought it up, it was it was a little bit more than, I don't know what you're talking about. I, yeah, I think I mean, it's entirely like plausible that other people had been warned before. Because think about it. All it yeah. takes is one rookie to get warned, and the rest of the department will like continue to put their heads down forever. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I just assumed it was, you know, typical sexism. You know. I mean, to be fair, like th- this is another issue with this female character, which is that they make her objectively right, but for some reason <laughs> that's not good enough. So they have yeah. to make her the objectively most annoying person on the planet. Why? Why is she so fucking annoying? Because it's important she's, for cops to be annoying. Because, like, think about it. The point of her character is that she's the only real cop in the department. Like, this is, this is the 100% most heavily used trope in all of fiction. The, yep. the only good cop on the force. Like, that's it. That's, that's everything for the past, like, 300 years of fiction. 
So why the fuck does she have to be annoying on top of it? I mean, she's. I don't think she's any more annoying than like any other character. Oh, she's I feel like. fucking annoying. I honestly because don't Because she gets it in your face, calls you out over and over again, but is simultaneously too stupid to know when someone's trying to drop her a hint. Oh, oh, okay. I mean, I guess the show did not present her as annoying, but like in the, a real life scenario, yeah, I mean. I think the show presented her as annoying. I mean, because I they, think the show they presented, presented her, her as boss just... as a cool, calm, collected, smart guy for being sure. a crooked cop. I think that they just presented her as a rookie that like didn't understand hey, the lay of Bobby land. Bulls. But that's you stupid. That means rookie. you're stupid. When you're a rookie, you're stupid. Yeah, I mean, we are all fascists on this pod. We can appreciate that everyone below us are meritocratically worth less to society. What I mean is that like, when they portray you as the rookie, they're portraying you as the person who doesn't know what's going on. The hard-boiled, right. like, I go for the real rules is supposed to counteract the rookiness. Like, sure. the whole point is that normally, in a normal show, the boss, his character is the rookie. Because he's the guy who's seen everything and yet is still a quote-unquote rookie because he doesn't play by the rules. Sure. That's not the case here. This woman is a rookie because she's actually brand fucking new, and I have a weird problem with the idea that anyone who believes that the system works or can work is inherently stupid. But, like, and as much as I agree with that, there is a bit of an irony in the sense that she's also objectively right. So, like... I guess at the end of the day, like you can't really blame the people in her department who are 100% crooked cops. But at the same time, you can 100% blame her for the second she should 100% understand that they're crooked cops continuing to do everything in the dumbest possible and least subtle way. I mean, well, there's like real life examples of this. There's that like New York cop that tried whistleblowing on the cops. And then they put him into a fucking mental hospital for like four years of his life. Yeah. And then you know what he did when he got out? Didn't say a fucking word because he yeah. didn't want to go back. Well, oh, sorry. I was thinking of another guy who was a crooked, who was a cop who thought all of his other cops were crooked. And when we tried to fire him, uh, he went and executed some of his coworkers. That was, is a different guy. I was guy. thinking about a group of cops that were crooked, and then The Rock takes over as sheriff and fires them all. Wow. No, that was, I don't that think just that's it. That's, yeah. yeah, that might be just be it was a just a remake. Guy. So, but remember, remember when the rookie medium. cop, The Rock, was not a uh, a shrilling harpy who was extremely annoying and got nothing done. I yeah. don't think she was that annoying. Like yeah. I, I, I there think are they so wrote many her worse to be characters. annoying on purpose. I think they yeah, wrote but, like, her they to be wrote very her to annoying. be persistent. That was that was the point. Ethan no. just persistent a people are obnoxious. Her, you know? I think. Yeah, I'm, I think, I'm really okay into this cop. Okay I like pig. It, Okay I think an entire world of hard-boiled cops on the edge. They wrote the only emotional <laughs> woman to be the, the rookie. Play by the rules. Yeah, yeah the, of course I, they did because the, the showrunners are sexist. That's why they wrote yeah, her like that. I understand. But they, like, I don't even I'm think saying. she's that obnoxious. There I are so many worse her, characters. I think they wrote her to be annoying on purpose because they're sexist. And he, they think that this would be sexist and annoying if it ever happened. So that's what they would treat her. So that's what they wrote. Okay, all right. Wait, wait. That I can get behind. Yes. They wrote her annoying on purpose. I guess, as usual, anime is just, you know, taught me to expect that the the depths of how we can portray women can yeah. always go lower. Well, so to be honest, maybe, uh, they, they portrayed the previous girl, Samurai Girl, as annoying. They just don't yeah. think of that as annoying. They think of that as cute and endearing. 
This well, is the other Deering, side, of, but well, not to I us, sexy. but to the but to the audience. They think of her her normal personality as cute, quirky, and endearing. Whereas yeah. they, th- I think, I genuinely think that they that the audience, the traditional audience of this, will see Sugar Peace as shrill and annoying, and oh, needing man. to learn about the real world, and that's pretty- why they hurt her and have violence inflicted on her. Really cool violence, by the way. But like, and then they have her have like a fucking mental breakdown. Now she's got some development where she still continues on her on her journey. She still wants to be a good cop. But I'll you I'll bet all the fucking money in the bank she's gonna go back to being a naive, shrill little harpy for the rest of this entire season, and she will never once acknowledge the extreme amounts of violence that was inflicted on her. Oh well, yeah, that for sure. I mean, she has to defend the police state. Like, she has I mean, to defend that, the police state, and she still has to be an outsider that is undeserving of her position, is what I'm saying. Like, because in their mind, they can't portray all these crooked cops as like evil. They have to be good people who are forced into a bad situation, which means she inherently has to be like going about it the wrong way, or else, sure. what the fuck. Well, this is the Marvel problem, right? Like, you know, all these villains in Marvel movies come along with pretty legitimate grievances. Pretty good ideas. (laughs) Yeah, and then good ideas for solving them, and then out of nowhere start murdering, like, kittens, puppies, and children. And you're like, uh... Yeah, they have to do something too (laughs) evil, or else they'll be too relatable. Meanwhile, the good guys have to do something not so evil, because you can only do evil to evil people. So, like, she's just like, ah, ah, she has to be incompetent or else the entire department looks shittier by comparison. Yeah. Also, I mean, they twist the guy's done. neck off at a dinner party. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't the one that made you talk that much about Sugar Peace. You said That's you true. didn't want to talk about her. That's true. Well, no, I do want to The twisting talk. of the neck was fun. I do want to talk about her because she's, she's, again, like, the women characters have the most character and the most development and the most growth and the most arc, like none of these other characters have any kind of fucking arc at all. It's just you're just yeah. learning about who they are. The main character has yeah. none. The Four of Hearts guy has none. Remember when the main character was supposed to be getting money to like help an orphanage? Yeah, neither does the show. The show forgot oh, yeah, that about that already. Gone. That's long gone. These these fucking women are the only people with anything to do and anything to say and anything to become. And I have. I have no doubt in my mind that they are going to be dropped like yesterday's fucking sack of potatoes. Honestly, yeah. I would expect the same. Because, like, already... I, I genuinely thought that um, this chick, Sugar Peace, would end up involved in the, like, gang proper and would be added to the title card. And she just isn't. Like, I was like, oh, okay. Like, are you not mm. having the straight man that doesn't have magical powers? Like... Uh, this seemed like a good opportunity to ground your world in, like, you know, something that most of society trusts, which is a cop. Like, and she mm. would be able to learn and grow with, like, the other, you know, members, and it would give you a chance to give me far too much exposition. Yeah. Uh, nope. Nope. Already dropped. Um, probably probably will be relevant, but not really. I mean, um, probably as an exposition thing. You're probably right about that. Yeah. But uh, anyway... So they, after the bus uh, gets hit into them, the bus lifts off the ground and is about to be dropped onto the car, but they get out in time. And then the woman... And it turns co- out they were woman. driving the world's most structurally sound car because that entire Very. bus falls on it and it doesn't squish an inch. Yeah. Also, what was the plan on this? Because there's, like, another chick that represents Klondike walking down the road. And, like, so first off, 
She tried killing them by running the the bus into the no, car. No, she's not okay. trying to kill them. She's trying to Yeah, scare you them. say that. You say that, dude. But then the, she drops a bus on them and they barely make well, it out. Well, for one, like, it's just, you can, hu- this you is can dumb. hold the bus above them until they get out yes. and then drop it. Yeah, I guess. But cl- I I think you were ascribing far too much confidence to the show writers. I think the most like, threatening and lethal thing she did was hit them with a the bus. That's for sure. They could have yeah, died in then, that car crash. But then they build up this stupid thing where, like, she, the woman that shows up, the Klondike woman, <laughs> wait, now I'm just thinking of her as an ice cream lady. But anyway, so the ice cream truck rolls up, hits their car, knocks it over. Ice cream truck lifts into the sky. And ice cream lady is <laughs> like, cream all right. No, nah, it's an ice cream truck now. Yeah, <laughs> it's then, a Klondike like, bar truck. Ice cream lady picks out a, she grabs a bomb pop, you know, out of the, out of the ice cream truck <laughs> and points it at him and says, you will stop. And he goes, I won't stop and takes out his bomb pop. And then she says, by the powers vested in me, by the northern lights, and makes him point his bomb pop at the cop lady. Uh, let's head. also be honest. Um, all she does is make him miss. Uh, she so full dumb. on chokes the other woman. Graphically. Yeah, yeah, graphically chokes this woman out. Like, actually, like, triggering level for someone that's probably been choked, just chokes this bitch well, out. I think the funny the part fuck? is that, like, this is 100% a, like, X-Men Days of Future Past moment where mm. the people who made this 100% understand the marketability to male audience of watching a woman get choked. Like, very, yeah, yeah. Very, like, they know exactly what they're doing when they do that. And there's a reason why the guy basically just, like, doesn't have any extra harm put on him. He just has his gun forcibly turned on her. Like, like, the, and I get that. Like, technically speaking, she is the one they're trying to threaten because she's the one doing the investigation. But like, but she didn't fire a gun at them. Goddamn! Goddamn! <laughs> God yeah. That's a lot. And of course, yeah. it doesn't work anyway. So, yeah, and that's why I was making fun of the stupid. Like, okay, so she runs the bus into him, and then she lifts the bus in the air, and then she chokes the woman, and then she makes him point the gun at him. Like while you, being any choked, one of she's these, she's actively choking to death with a gun pointed at her head. <laughs> <laughs> she's and dying in two different fine. ways, and he's just like, "Oh no, help! I'm sorry. Don't I'm make not gonna me shoot do you. it." It's like, well, I don't even care if you shoot me. You're killing me another way. <laughs> Like, you know, a much cooler scene would force him onto his knees and have the gun to his own head. That'd yeah, be so much cooler. Exactly. Well, that, exactly. would, that like, would be a scene like uh, like Shooter, the uh, yeah. Mark Wahlberg movie where they have, like, the suicide assist jacket. I remember that. That was what I was oh, thinking like, they were um, going to do, but then they just pointed the gun at her while she was being choked, and I was like, well, that kind of seems a little unfair. God. She, yeah. you, that, you, see the, you see the handprints in her neck. As she's like being choked oh, purple, yeah. and yeah. then you look at her eyes just shift to the left and look down the barrel of a gun, and that's an entire scene for this poor woman. You know, I I really thought that movie oh was God. about golf, though, right? Like, the, you know, like, you know, no, you that's will not miss this putt. Oh, that's <laughs> oh, fuck! I was getting those <laughs> two confused. <laughs> anyway, so uh, the other graphic thing that happens is uh, there's a traitor to the Klondikes and the Cl- Mac- Master Klondike. Yeah, he's the union rep. Well, not anymore. Because we're um, all family at Walmart. We're all family at Walmart. He gives his big speech to what I thought was really great. uh, An entire, like, uh, uh, what do they call it? Fundraising dinner. Yeah, it's charity fundraiser. I I always love it when people make, like, uh, organized crime families that are rich and powerful. And then they always hang out with, like, gutter snipes. You're like, oh, here's alcoholic Tony from down the road. This is who I associate <laughs> with, with my all-powerful, like, organized crime syndicate. Yeah, I don't think so, yep. brother. 
when you're that rich and powerful, you're you're cavorting with the rich you're part and of powerful. The state. You're yeah, you're basically it's part of as much a part of the state as you can be. So he's yep. doing a fundraising dinner for what apparently is like hands across America or something. <laughs> and it's That's like weird. it's it's so brilliant because that that is the most real and most relatable and like best piece of character, like little bit of world building there. Where it's like, yeah, this criminal organization guy, he's he's like, or he's fundraising for the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Bill and Melinda Gates are in the fucking crowd watching another guy get publicly executed. They're like, oh, I yeah, just rooting on for it because everyone in the crowd is like horrified. They think it's awful. Yeah, they but are. they don't like this. But they don't dare say anything move. about it. It's a huge like, power move. It's like, like I, I can kill somebody I, in the middle of Fifth Avenue and no one will say anything. This is actually something realistic about the show where it's like I had thought they were going to do like a it's a cabal move where, you know, it's just him murdering someone. They're like, yeah, fucking kill him. But like, that's obviously ridiculous. Like the D.A., I'm sure that, you know, you can buy a D.A. easy peasy. But like if you murder someone in front of the D.A., he's going to start getting his ruffled, you know, feathers a little bit there. Um, But anyway, this one, it's like this is clearly the first time these people have seen this this happen. And they're like, uh, <laughs> oh, uh, I regret coming to the party tonight. I thought about staying in. I thought about, you know, just like door dashing some sheets. And that's not what I did. <laughs> I <laughs> came I here to give $10,000 to like build a build a hut in Africa for somebody I sponsor bought off of like a, a shopping website. I didn't want to yeah. watch anyone get beheaded today. Look, I, I ordered a small child from Wish.com, you know, and, like, that was my plan for the night, you know, like a nice Chianti, a small child. Like, I didn't, I <laughs> I didn't, didn't want to, like, was kill the get kid. one, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah this is bullshit. <laughs> I feel like I signed up for too much Yeah, this, it's not a fucking I just thought it was a goof. Meeting. I didn't think it actually happened. <laughs> the irony being, like, this is probably the most likely representation, without the murder, of what, like, actual crime family activity is. They, I mean, they might bring the guy much out more behind doors. Like yeah, someone yeah, yeah, would like, spill the beans with that many people. They might bring him out in front of everyone and say, "Okay, we're going to go kill him," and then they're just going to take him somewhere else. Like nobody wants to see. A I don't man even die. know if it would work like that. I mean, I think so much of this is behind closed doors, like true closed doors. Like there were like fifty people in that room. Yeah. There'd what be is it? like, like at least 30, a set like, of double doors between them. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, these things need to be like definitely mahogany, stained, clear coated. <laughs> I'm saying no they, windows they on these doors. No, no windows on these closed doors. Through. You know one of those things that like helps keep the, the cold air out during the winter on like a door? You want one of those because the blood is going to run, all right? And if you don't have proper drainage, it's going to run towards the door at some point. So you want to sop that up before it makes it through. These are just the rules. I, I was a... Sorry, I know you guys don't know this about me, but... You know, it's like YouTube videos where like, you know, crime family, like, you know, ex-crime family people break things down. That's a, that's me. Yeah, I do. I that, that's me. That. Wow, you've yeah, been in a, you were in a crime family. Is it all those used I, cars you kept selling, with your uh, quote unquote mechanic family? Yeah, uh, you know, unlike those YouTube videos. <laughs> yeah, we're just I, in uh, waste. How I, much I concrete no have you mixed in your life? Well, you know, it's actually a surprising amount of concrete. Gets Let me just put cars, it this way: so. if you know how to mix concrete, you're in organized mm. crime. I'm just going to tell that, you that. Well, right I, you know, I, I'm not really at liberty to talk about if that. If you have an opinion on how well someone else organizes mi- or, or uh, how well someone else mixes <laughs> concrete, you're the head of the organized crime family. It's just like a mob family standing around, like just a pit. And just watching victims just, just watching this yeah. guy mix concrete like, with his hands. The, the lie <laughs> will get you soon, buddy. Ha, 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 ha. 
it's it's an age old like true male activity of just digging a hole and then filling it again. You're like, nah, man, you got you got to start the other way. Like, what are you? You're doing gonna be this, swimming man? with like, the Karens doing, in huh? the Jamba Juice parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, later on, I want to come back to this this parking lot, and uh, you know there's gonna be moss in the corner, and th- and that's where we buried you, dude. Aren't you gonna chop them up, boys? Hell no! The blood will mix with the lye, and it'll have an inferior blend of concrete. There's just like a little hair sticking out of the top. It's like, ah, you fucked it up, Tony. I mean, you oh, didn't I even, can't like, eat right. I can't fucking eat this. Uh, this is terrible. I don't want any of this. It's good. It's good. It's fucking cannolis. All right. Episode what six. Were we talking about? Holy fuck, it's been an hour and we haven't talked about episode six yet. It's going to be a two-hour run, boys. Ning and Fushin, I'm sure it will last forever. My God. Producer, you know, don't give your fucking, you know, panties in a twister. I'm Italian, too. Get out of here. Hey, oh. Yeah, you know, some other Italians have got to go. You know how to mix con, producer? Yeah, yeah, you know, maybe that's the real uh, that's the real thing. We just uh, mix off some some uh, concrete together and see who makes it better. Take the gun, leave the cannolis. All right, fine, episode six. I forgot I was the one that was supposed to read it, my bad. Um, this is where all the exposition dump happens that normally happens at the very beginning of episode one in, like, Isekai. It turns out that there was a prince, and then the prince had some random fucking wizard that showed up, and the wizard handed that prince 52 cards. Oh no no hold on no there just so happened to be fifty two knights there were there were four different countries that were warring that was it and they asked for thirteen members from every one of those countries to fight as knights for the prince mm. and it was against like an external threat um, all of the knights died and then there was a blood oath made <clears throat> at, uh, before the battle and it, their powers of the knights turned into cards. And well, then those... be, it doesn't really sound like the knights themselves even had the powers. No, no, I'm reading it right now. Through oh, the though the battles okay. died, though the damn it, though the knights died in battle, the power of their cards remained. Oh wait, so maybe they did have cards before? What? Yeah, they did. It, it's very they were confusing. Presented a band of fifty-two knights with a magic card. They, okay, at at so the very did. least, it, it's very confusing given that fifty-two individuals with fifty-two different powers couldn't beat something. But one guy with fifty-two individual powers yeah, could, I, it's and that just seems like a lot sacrifice. to manage. Like when I'm playing one of those like action RPGs, and I yeah, get more than six power-ups, yeah, I'm no not way. keeping up with that. Especially no, I, if they're yep. like activated. Hell no, brother. If that they is ain't exactly passive, how I feel if about Hades. Passive buffs. I ain't fucking fucking with that. I forget about my cast in Hades all the time. Who uses it? I just want to hit people with square and triangle. Dude, no, get away from me. Nobody does, man. It's too hard. So, yeah, I, I have I high doubts that this one individual was able to uh, single-handedly defeat, defeat the d- demon army with the exact same powers that it previously was unable to, you know, overcome. Well, maybe one of the powers is just like Fire Emblem, where you can just back it up three turns or restart I, the battle, you know? I guess the only thing you can kind of say is that some of them are very defensive-oriented. So, like, some knights were kind of fucked in certain situations. Yeah, but when you combine certain things, you could probably just be like, okay, I use the good luck one, the no die one, and the ace of spades, and I cut everybody down. Like, maybe oh, that's all okay. I need. You know what I mean? Maybe maybe one of the knights. <laughs> this is like the fable of um, the World War II Russian soldiers that were sent in with bullets, and then one was sent with a gun. Total bullshit. Yeah. Not saying that was real, but, like, this is yeah, like that's what, that's one what it was like with the knights. Where like one yeah, knight you know, has, one knight has, has the power the to grow trees. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, he just walks in and he goes, okay, I know how to use the cards, everyone. And they're like, well, we don't believe you. We're just going to do what yeah. we want well, to Let's do. be honest. 52 different powers. It sounds really hard. They, they probably ran out of good ones after, like, 10, 12. Yeah, someone just, like, has the power to make, like, you know that teddy bear fluff? You know, like, that, like, weird nylon? Someone could just do that. Like, it, Marble you know, it, like, guy might have had a, a might have had a rough time competing with... Um, uh, the ability to pull out a sword, go ape shit mode, and teleport. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Like, if you touch Love and Peace, uh, yeah, I mean, theoretically, if you touch her, then you could turn her into marbles, but you just won't. You You're ain't going to touch gonna her. Die. Yeah, it's not happening. So, like, I, yeah. And again, like, the, the, the bad luck, the, or the good luck card, that unless you give it up, basically can't be beaten. It just has no offense. That combined <laughs> yeah. with anything really sounds pretty goddamn good. It's it's Whatever. like being a D and D character that takes all those feats that like your DM never actually checks for. So like now you can <laughs> swim forever, and you're like, oh, yeah, okay, like, like I cool, I guess. Like weirdly <laughs> applicable, you but when you combine it, I guess you, you have well, the feat that's like you don't have to take off your plate armor at the end of the day, and your DM's like, oh, that's that's neat, I guess. <laughs> like, cool, I'm glad you did that. Hopefully, that's relevant for you. <laughs> Um, anyway, all this exposition is explained by uh, an auctioneer, which, as a note, if it wasn't like three minutes of exposition, that could have worked. Like having an auctioneer set up your uh, your 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 sale, you know, your auction. Mm -hmm. That's actually like kind of creative. Um, but like, it's like three to four minutes long. It's so long. Yeah, also, yeah. like that does it just doesn't make sense in the world. Like you should just be able to be like. Oh yeah, you remember the tale of the fifty-two cards? Um, well, anyway, they have one yeah. card on a cruise ship, and it's up for auction. They're selling um, it. It's the it's a weapon of mass destruction. Uh, this is technically an arms deal, you know, shit like that. Yeah, it's it's the five of diamonds, everyone. Um, so okay, my favorite character this entire series shows up. He is the CEO of Who's Who. His name is Norman Kingstat. He has two secretaries, but he just ref he absolutely demands to be called king. king. At least he and for a to moment, be called daddy. You know what I mean? I, I thought he was the king because there is a king. Like there is a king of this world because Pinochle serves that king. And I had to stop and be like, wait, is this guy like actually a king, or is he just like impersonating a king? Like who yeah. is this fucker? Um, there's a bidding war between the leader of Pinochle, the really rich piece of shit that deserves a guillotine, and King himself. Um, our main and character this all happens has, for no reason, too. No, it's it's actually like pretty dumb because our main character has seasickness, so he's not very effective. And they have this huge heist, and then we make it to the end, and there's a an interruption because uh, one I think it is King's associate. Um, yeah, it is. It is King's associate. So King has an associate that has a card that is called One Million Volt, which is dynamite. Because if you got shocked with that many volts, I mean, it depends on what the amperage is. But I'm going to go ahead and assume that the point of this is to kill because it's like a weapon of war. And the, like our main character or not main character, our side character, the one that like can never die, gets hit so many times. And all that happens is he just like shrugs it off. And granted, he can't die. I get that he can't die, but he doesn't fall on the ground. He doesn't get like knocked out. He's just like, man, that was weird. Like, <laughs> turns out my power also me lets of, me be uh, a grounding rod. The One Piece episode with Luffy and Enaru. 
Yeah. Oh yeah, man, that's a dynamite. Everyone knows that one. You know, everyone. You know that that actually that episode actually it really makes up for the episode. It turns out that follows it by twenty episodes. Luffy goes to Skypea, and they've never heard of rubber, and Luffy's made of rubber. So when the lightning guy who calls himself God, who instead of King, but calls himself God, uh, decides to shock him, and it doesn't work, he's like, "What?" That's pretty good. So. It's basically the I, uh, same Man, that sounds like a good anime that you watch. Just saying, you should watch it with me. I absolutely will I'll never watch it. it with you. I'll restart I, it for you. Do you guys know, I still haven't seen the movie Parasite. I'm never watching fucking One Piece before I watch Parasite. I bet I could get you to do it. I, yeah, yeah, you know what, you actually probably could. And I hate that that's true. But I am a little upset about that. Anyway... There's a huge heist. One million volts is like losing the fight, winning the fight. Doesn't really matter because our main character shows up and because he's useless, because he has seasickness, he gives up the game and then it looks like he's going to die. But then he ends up pushing the uh, the cart holding the five of diamonds out onto the stage. And then the pinochle guy outbids. Oh, no, he loses. He loses to Kingstat, um, to the king. But then... I forget, was it revealed that the card was already replaced? Oh, no, it's stolen. It's stolen by a, the telekinetic woman from Klondike from last episode. Mm-hmm. See, yes. to me, I know you guys liked episode five and six. To me, six was just like a waste. I mean, it was just like, why did we do this? I uh, I mean, it was like funny to watch, but I don't really think it was engaging in like a, a positive way. Uh, at least five had like stakes, you know, like... I mean, granted, those stakes were fake because we foe fo- killed our main character like three times along with, you know, the cop piece. Cop six, piece. six was an okay, funnish, like, just heist thing. It was, the, yeah, the it was problem, right, again, once again, 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 is that pretty much every character had no, like, fun thing to do. It was supposed to be these character development moments, but it really just felt like it was more of a, here's their already existing character. Like, like for example, the 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 main manager's deal was that he got into this bidding war because, for as cool headed as he likes to pretend that he is, he still couldn't handle being upstaged by anybody. So, like, yes, great. That's that's a little character moment. It's a little moment, yeah. But um, at the same time, the girl who we just established was like a kind of interesting character. She's relegated to uh, seduce this random guard. And then have to yep. do it for a really long time and then get drunk because you're an alcoholic. Yep. Like, uh, uh, also, okay. like, it's not even like that is her character before or something. It's just you are a lady. Go seduce yeah, this person. That's that's how this works. You're the lady of the group. Seduce this man. Also, drink too much. Great. Whatever whatever you say, I guess. Um. So, yeah. Uh, I think the other, like, weird part is that the... Other characters, other than the main character, not the main character, the the lady and the manager, also get nothing to do. Like, uh, Heartman, who can't die, just, like, has a lame-ass fight where he doesn't lose but can't win. Yep, yep. And then and then yeah, main character keeps getting seasick and, like, pushing and bumbling. And Vijay, okay, wait, wait, Vijay's was great. This man dresses up as if he is a cook or something or a waiter walks into the corner of the like kitchen on the cruise ship, grabs a single potato, and then causes it to sprout and go through a series of ventilation tubes. And I guess because potatoes have eyes, it has the ability to see where it's going and figure out where to turn. 
and then it proceeds to take a key card from the seduced man and then deliver that key card to our main character presumably like several floors down and this all comes out of one potato dynamite stuff nice is that where we leave it are we is is potatoes where it's a it's that's it that's it. I, That's where we leave it. I thought it was like a fun enough episode just because they did their little heist Ocean's Eleven thing and like it, it, it was moving at a pace. Like just, just remember that sometimes we watch shit that is just so goddamn boring it feels like it goes on forever. This wasn't True. boring. It's no, just, it was not boring. Nothing really happened. So... Whatever. Yeah, I, I wasn't angry I watched it for what it's worth. I, yeah. I think it was more that... I you guys were saying sort uh, well not exactly but like towards the beginning of this that you know that this might be like a good watch to me it's not like it's a goofy watch um, yeah, I had fun a, watching it yeah it's a goofy watch I, I like I said it's just knock off JoJo's that's what it is yes that's one hundred percent what this is it doesn't have the same cool unique personality as JoJo's it doesn't have the same cool unique art style as JoJo's it doesn't have anything that makes JoJo's cool or unique or really fun in a lot of ways. It's just JoJo's stripped down to generic pretty boys with some boring powers. Okay, whatever. It's fine, I guess. It's still fun to see, like, somewhat well-animated, somewhat interesting and likable characters. I just wish I could have any confidence that it was going to do anything with those characters, which, frankly, I know that it won't. Because no, probably I not. will not be tricked again. I know it won't. Yeah, Can't once was get enough. Me again, again. When it when it Man. fucking happens, I still won't believe that it happened. Almost, you know, twenty years to the day of the uh, anniversary of the Iraq War. Yeah. Yeah, fool me once. <laughs> fool shame me on, once. Shame, shame, shame on, on me. You. Fool me twice. Uh, it's not uh, nice to shame people. Oh, oh. Mm-hmm. all right. It's time. You can't avoid it anymore. I need to know about apparently disillusioned adventurers will save the world. Okay, here we go. Ready? Easy. Yeah. Okay. Episode four. Math. They go into a dungeon that looks like a hospital. They say it looks like a hospital. We have absolutely no explanation as to why every single facet of this place seems like it's from the modern world, other than the author is lazy as fuck. In video games, we call this an asset flip. As in somebody already animated this hallway for a different show, and they're like, fuck it, give me that hallway. I'm putting it in this fantasy anime. Won't it look weird that there's, like, fluorescent lights? I'll just have the characters say that looks weird, and I'll move on and never talk about it again. Shut the hell up. You're fired. Kill yourself. There you go. That was the board meeting. Next, episode five. Uh, a man, an incel. Wait, 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 sit- we didn't even talk about like you know how the sword. I'm not you know, going to. You don't want to talk about that. I don't so want to talk about the little girl boy who's extraordinarily annoying and also a sword who teaches them how to do the fusion ha so they can have not sex. No, I don't want to talk about it. But because it I gotta get to what's important. Shots. But I gotta get to what's important. <laughs> Episode five. An incel is sitting in a bar. A woman walks in. He instantly is filled with rage. Only this time he's right, because this woman is the woman who pretended to be his girlfriend for years, quote unquote, and stole from him by receiving gifts. She is in this for the money, you see. And as the show will very soon point out, 
this doesn't actually make a whole lot of sense or really appear to work well. But that's her fault, not the author's fault for being too stupid to know how women act or work or exist. It's women's fault. Great. So uh, he gets he walks over to her and does his best. I'm a cool badass guy who's calling you out on your bullshit uh, while she's trying to fuck what looks like a nine year old. Because I uh, guess that's that just how so that's what young. she's down to. That's what like, she's legitimately down to. so young. Yeah. So, like you said before, the villains had to randomly stomp on kitties and puppies just to make sure you know you should hate them. So yep. she's randomly trying to fuck a nine-year-old and take I don't know his lunch money. Yeah, he's, uh, he, he already, comes in. He already and gave her like it. some kind of necklace thing. And as a result, another member of this uh, womanized kitty woman, cat brigade, th- yeah, it comes over and says, "You got a problem with my teammate? You got a problem with me?" And then you want to take this outside, and they do. And then the main character proceeds to win the fist fight handily in thirty seconds. This will be important later. Well, this is uh, also you, like he reveals that he wants to scam her too. So like the yes. characters are like the, the bad guys scam, are bad on bad on bad. Like, he wants to scam her, and he's like, I, I'll, "I'll bet it'll be really fun if you help me scam her back because." That's what everybody does. Also, you're scamming all those other people too, right? Because that's what everybody... Everybody's scamming everybody. everybody Why would any If everybody's people, scamming, is anyone truly scamming? Is there even an Adventurer's Guild? Or is this just the scam party? Is it just a multi-level marketing scheme? Did I, did I come here to, like, save the world? Or did I come here to, like, buy a timeshare in Sweden? What's this is bullshit. You're going to use it, okay? You're going to use the timeshare. <laughs> think of all I mean, the money you have. It, sure, think of all the you money you save of going on vacations to different places when you, you got could always mid-summer. come to the same spot in Sweden. You got it in midsummer where no one wants to go. <laughs> so that's when you have to go. It's fine. It'll be $20,000, please. <laughs> so anyway, the all this comes down to uh, the girl walks into the alley. So, so, so the guy, the big kitty man, says to the main character, "Oh, you're gonna scam everyone. I like scamming. I'm a scammer. Scam, 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 scam." And this gets the main character so pissed off that he once again wins another fist fight with the uh, kitty man. This will be important later. At which point, Kitty Man gets actually angry and goes back to doing what he said he was doing earlier, which is defend his teammates. And challenge him to a math boxing event. And now we've hit the main course. And now we've hit the only important thing that happens. Math boxing. <laughs> All right, boys and girls. Let's take, let's take a little quiz, shall we? In the spirit of math boxing, here's a test. What are the rules of math boxing? Oh, wait. Are you... I'm asking you, you because I want to know if questions? any human being knows. Oh, I, I can explain it. I'm ready to go. Do it. Ready. Do it. Explain okay. me the rules. This might not be in order, but I'm pretty sure I can do this. As so, long as it's a list of rules. Okay, okay. So there are two teams. There is a brawler from each side, and there is a mathematician from each side. Mm-hmm. The mathematician so is far, chosen so randomly. Okay, good. The mathematician... Do you have, like, a wiki open for this? I want no, this to I'm exist. Just, no, this is just what I'm... Bummer. What I'm remembering. Oh, okay. So I'm going to test right. your knowledge against me. So the mathematician is chosen randomly. I don't remember if the brawler is. Do you guys remember? 
It doesn't so. seem like it because it, it was the, like it. the two best fist fighters who also were the two who challenged each other. Right. Yeah. Okay, so let's assume not. Let's I assume think it's more like two people want to duel, but you can't duel, and so you do this instead. Yes, I, like because the if you remember... people that want to duel are now the fighters of the duel, right? And right, then yeah. the mathematicians are chosen as a legal way to duel. Well, if you remember, the guild leader said this was the only way we could get um, fucking guild members to learn how to do math, which yeah. is the funniest shit I've which heard in a long priority, time. Which is a priority, apparently. <laughs> yeah, well, like, uh, well, you know, they if were... You, if you can't do we your math, you don't them. know how much money you're getting, you know? That's the only thing I can reasonably think of. Um... So anyway, uh, let's see here. There are tests given out to the mathematicians. Um, I don't remember how many questions were in each, but I don't really remember them saying it either. That said, though, every successive test will increase in problem like strength. So like maybe it's just like three plus five is eight on the first one, but there's like twenty questions. But as time goes on, it becomes like you know three hundred eighteen times like five hundred and seventeen or some shit like that. Um, so. If this is this part, I'm not as clear on. When you complete it, if you're the first, you turn it in, and I think if you turn it in first, then the other person has to stop with you. I'm pretty sure, um, because there was a huge emphasis placed on rushing through and freaking out your opponent by how fast you were going. Right, and it seems like that was the idea: is if you finish the test first, you can turn it in, and that'll fuck your opponent, and like you know you. Then you would like that theoretically you'd want to counter by like making sure all the ones you did right were or did were correct. Correct. Then, based on the score that you get at the end, percentage wise, the gap rounded to the nearest 10 is how many sucker punches one brawler receives from the other. So if team mm -hmm. A beats team B by like let's say 22 points, then team A gets to hit team B's brawler twice, twice. for like totally yeah. free. But the brawl is happening during the entire time that the actual math uh, tests are happening. Um, although I don't think it happens while the tests are being reviewed, I'm pretty sure. Um, so theoretically, you could be fighting the whole beginning of it, but like the tiger guy... Well, this isn't rules. I shouldn't say that. I think that might be the end of the rules. You can fight during the tests. So um, the problem is, is that there's one key rule here that we haven't exactly talked about. Which okay. is the fact that the only time you stop brawling is when they turn in the tests, and the only break you get is the time that it takes the person, the proctor, to grade it. That Yes, and you're right. That is true. This is the dumbest fucking thing I have ever heard. And I want you to appreciate something here. Let's say that you're competing in chess boxing, a real sport that's somewhat similar. You have now chess is also a timed sport. You have a clock. Every time you play a move, you stop the clock for your opponent. They ha their seconds start ticking down until they play their move, and it goes back and forth over and over again. The reason for this is that it encourages you to play your uh, uh, plays quickly, but also smartly. It's okay to take some time to think, but you have to know that like you only get a certain amount of time total to think about it. Then, after three minutes of clock, that not, not your clock or your opponent's clock, just clock, you then box for a round, one round of three minutes, and then you come back and do it again. The idea is that the more you get punched in the head, the harder it is to do chess, right? 
So mean, when that, you separate, that seems to make sense. when you separate the person who's punching and the person who's doing the math, your entire strategy is based on whether or not you can do math problems faster and better, yep. fast enough and well enough to put a stop to the boxing, and then come and back and get sucker for a punches win. in. Yeah. So let's establish something. Let's say you and I are fighting. How long does it take to do three pages worth of fucking math problems? Even if it takes a minute. If I'm that much better of a boxer than you, you're dead. It's over. Yeah, <laughs> that's a great point. If yeah, now a minute that is a long said, time for that fighting. That being said, if you simply rush through and get even one answer right, more right than the other, and you get one free shot, one free fucking shot to the chin is putting down any human being. I don't yeah. care how bad you are at boxing. If you've ever punched a heavy bag before in your life and you get a free shot, that other person is toast. That's uh, a good and, point. And, and on top of all of this, the only time we've seen this main character fight, he bodies this fucking Tiger Man three times in less than 10 yeah, seconds. I, that's a great point. Like, And he can't land a fucking shot He can't on fucking land anything brawl. all of a sudden because, quote unquote, he keeps running away from me. So this entire triumphant fight that we're apparently watching is two people doing math problems slowly while one guy sprints around a boxing ring over and over again so that he doesn't lose. Then the other team, who's cheating, they're cheating at this event, are cheating in the most inefficient way possible by having yep. the guy run around and not lose in the boxing match, then so that when they get a bunch of free hits, he can win that way, only to take his free hits to the other man's stomach, the one place where you can take free hits and still stand. <laughs> We haven't even talked about how they're cheating, too. It's also extremely They're cheating in the most obvious, easy to figure out, and simple way ever. So you're thinking, okay, how do you cheat at math problems? There's only one way to cheat at math problems, and that's for somebody to give you the fucking answer. Okay, great. How do you cheat and give someone the, give you the answers? Well, you communicate with them remotely, right? Okay, great. So let's say, for an example, you live in this medieval fantasy world. How are you going to communicate remotely? You can't have somebody like 100 feet away holding up a sign because other people <laughs> are going to see you. You can't send a fucking carrier pigeon. The only thing you can do is communicate like telepathically or through any sort of remote device that may or may not exist, yeah, like a, depending on the time period this fucking show yeah, decides it's like in. Like a camera in your contact lens or something. Like, yeah. that could actually be pretty viable, because then someone's like 47, 52, 68, yeah. you know. Like, on top of yeah, all right. of this, on top of all of this, in the previous episode, they get a, a boy girl who is psychic, and they can psychically communicate with each other, and they say out loud over and over again, oh, it works just like this other thing that exists, but we don't have to buy one when trying to figure out how this other team was cheating. Nobody once thought maybe they're using that thing that lets you psychically communicate with people that everyone knows about and can buy in a store. Yep. They didn't even have to shove it up their ass. Yep. How it's how, great. How, how do you yep. expect your sport? Yep. Like, 
They, yep. you know, they fucking put you through a metal detector to play chess. Even they know. I didn't know that. How Wait, the most why? basic. What is that? Like, so you can't bring started, your fucking phone. They just, they just started oh, really. Oh, no, they didn't. Down they on, did not just start. They, they did no, not they, just start. They started hammering down on that a lot. It was after, really after the uh, Hans Niemann incident. No, they thought Hans that, Niemann was scanned with a metal detector before he even cheated. No, 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 not a, not as bad as you think because there's actually it's actually fairly easy to to cheat with the phone. You can have your phone at events. No, it's but, you can, but you if they see you looking down at your phone well, yeah, all the no, time, no, they're I get going that. to That's know. That's what I'm saying. Like I understand that, but this whole the whole like scanning through and everything didn't become as serious until Hans yeah, sure. cheated. That's all. I'm the saying. real point is that when he went through to cheat by, in case you don't know. Putting a fucking butt plug up his ass that vibrates well, okay, from a remote never control. Been confirmed. You're it's right, just but it's what true. They said. Shut up. <laughs> it's true. Shut up. This is, but, I am <laughs> learning some things. But the whole point is that the reason he did it was because there was so much silicone in it, and it was in his ass. He got through <laughs> the metal detector that he walked through. <laughs> so even chess understands these very, very basic and easy and simple and most obvious methods of cheating and puts up the bare minimum to prevent it. The last guy who did this much cheating just faked having to go to the bathroom all the time yeah. and looked at his phone That's in the bathroom. That's really how they do it, yeah. Is they just fake. Actually, there was one recently where a guy did that. He just kept fake going right. to the bathroom and then he found out he was cheating. But, like, like if you're, if you're this is the whole sport between members of a fucking goddamn, like, Adventurers Guild. Yeah. They the, the woman has a detect magic spell. She never used it. She well, no, no, never she did. Used wait, wait, wait. She did use it at the beginning, but they weren't cheating at the beginning. They were only yeah, cheating at the right. end. So the point is that anyone with detect magic could literally see you cheating. Yes, that is true. Anyone. Also, anyone. like apparently I do like how they use detect magic, implying that they're probably just lifting that from like D D or something. But like oh, they detect are. magic would have detected those G I don't know magical radios. They're not just magical when they're being used. Like yeah. <laughs> they're they're magical all the time. They're, they're like stones know. with enchantments. It blows my goddamn mind that like light novel writers will get this fucking low. I this is like maybe the one time he ever did drugs and came up with a cool idea. But then when he was sober the next day, he's like, I don't know how they cheat. They just use psychic radio or whatever. This is the most low effort shit of all time. Anyway, I love math boxing and I will be competing in it next week. It's happening. Only, you know, I'm going to make the obvious change to the format that's objectively better. Uh, the guy who boxes has to be the guy who does the math problems. No. Oh, yeah. I mean, that no, would that's be just much an objectively better, yeah. better no. sport. No, it's not. It's actually in every capacity. Chess boxing already exists, so we want to change it up from that. No, we don't. So oh. we want like it's kind of like, like a relay. Boxing. But what I because want there is, is actually, a change up. No, no, because no, no. Here's, there is a here's change what up. I actually want. No, no. Here's what I actually want though. So I'm going to ignore everything else you're probably going to say because it's just going to be relating to the chess boxing. That already exists. But <laughs> what we don't have is something like the four-man relay where you're passing a baton. So you need a math challenge into a boxing challenge and then into two other unrelated sports. And then the first person, <laughs> the first team to sort of win at those oh four or win a majority, they win. That's what I so, want. So it's like okay, a relay race. One yeah. guy, there are two guys, two guys immediately start yeah, up trying so, to solve math problems, right? And here's the thing. The second if you're the done, guy you hand first. The, yeah, yeah you, he can just punch the other punching, guy, as much and as the he other can. guy can't start punching back until his guy finishes <laughs> the math problem. 
And if he's one knocked these... out beforehand, you pass the baton on to the that's, next race. That's a literal fucking crime. <laughs> you're going to have a death in the first competition. Yeah, but you get it. You get it to sign off like a boondock. You get the you get the fight commission to sign off on it, so it's not a murder. You're four fucking (laughs) seconds late on your math problem, and your friend is already beaten to death. Okay, okay, but like, okay, stomach shots only. Stomach shots only. Then stomach shots only. Or no, the other guy's the other guy's allowed to run around. He's allowed to run. Oh yeah, he can try to run away. He's gonna run. He's gonna run. (laughs) I uh, personally, if we are going to do this. If we're going to do this, I am putting in my petition right now for the last event is just an escape room, but every time you like open up a new door, it's just a new weapon. Like It's just straight up no, like a mace. It's, it's just a a, like a flail. It's a combination of those haunted houses where they're allowed to touch you and, yeah. and chest boxing. So you're in the escape room, but they're allowed to fight you, so you have to literally fucking fight them, but if you win, you, you have to like you have to keep going. Like It just keeps getting harder. In Actual a world Freddy where come nerds Eddie. are buff. Jack, nerds are buff like, is not a Jack world. Chess master. I know, right? Yeah, I mean, it's just chess. watching these stick people. Nobody has considered chess players nerdy in like 30 years. Yeah, that's true. They, uh, I, so many of the hey. nerdy things that used to be nerdy are just like pretty commonplace now. Did you guys Did you guys watch this dubbed or subbed? I watched um, it dubbed, and the dub I think I was, was pretty bad. Yeah, so that's that's what I want to take away as a positive for this and why I enjoyed this anime so much is I thought the dub was absolutely atrocious, but in all the right ways. Every single awkward pause between terribly written so lines many. had me dying of laughter on my own. I could not stop laughing every time they would say something stupid and then they would pause for an awkward amount of time and follow it up with something even dumber. <laughs> it was the the way that kid walked in the entire anime, He's and the way stepping. she was like walking forward then backwards, and then they were. It, it felt like a janky '80s anime. The way that scene was animated when they're going off to the races, the stupid rules they set. Everything about the dub had me enjoying a hundred percent of it for being that bad. I, I don't know. I just at least to me. Uh, that was one of the biggest takeaways from it was Math Olympics. But then Ethan in the chat said, well, that's probably all this anime gives us. I I say that the bad dub is is 100% worth it. I, mm-hmm. I, I bad know, dub man. is good. I bad dub is good. Watching it. The, I want a montage of all the fucking awkward pauses because they're yeah. just so Oh, long. my God. And like, there's one other the, thing. There's one other really fucking hilarious thing, and that is on top of this entire like chess, bo- chess, uh, not chess boxing, math boxing like league. There is a really, really funny like section of this, which is that the dragon lady is the one who has to do the math, and she's really bad at math. And the entire fucking episode, right before the event, is them <laughs> hyping her up, yeah. like trying to make sure she believes in herself. And then even during the tournament, they're oh like giving God. these long uh, fucking dude. He gives, a, he gives a long-winded exposition about. I thought you were going to be trash. I'm surprised you're doing this well. Yeah. And then after this giant long-winded speech, like backhanded compliment, the the one the teacher goes, "I'm going to pretend I didn't hear that. Next time you do that, that's going to be a penalty." Yeah. Oh Shut the fuck up. Stop talking. Who are you? And, Leave and then me the alone. best. The best part is, though, is that they're hyping her up. Like, they're giving her all these, like, you got to believe in yourself. You can do this. You're doing great. Everything's working out. 
And then it turns out the entire time, like, they had no confidence in her ability at all. That's yeah. why they went with the entire plan was catching them cheating. Yeah. <laughs> because ironically, if they hadn't cheated, they probably would have won. Yeah. But but also the the uh, <laughs> the awkward back alley scene before this whole thing starts where she comes in and she's like, put that guy down. Okay, then. Is this as far as it goes? And they're like... You mean you're not going to stop us from fighting as long as you're not breaking the rules? And then the cat guy goes, yeah, it's time for bare knuckle math. I was like, none of this. This is all so awkward and terrible. And I just (laughs) want to keep hearing it every single second of it. It's time for this thing I thought was cool in the shower this morning. (laughs) Math boxing. It's like chess boxing, but I don't know anything about boxing, chess, or math, frankly. They have a scene where they divvy up like just mountains of money for doing stuff, and then the next scene, he's like, you get this treasure chest, you get this key, and you get this magical abacus, and you're going to guard my three copper pennies. Why? Because that's all we have left. What? And, like, everyone is confused as to how much money they have. Like, uh, it's all so (laughs) stupid and terrible. Yeah. Like, I feel like this show got worse in these episodes than in the first three. But for the better. That's what I mean, like, for the better. Like, it fell off a cliff in a good way for once. (laughs) And I could not be more here for it. Anyway, uh, let's go to, uh, you know, Jay just wanted to talk about Math Olympics. So I wanted to throw that in there. Um, So let's, let's sell the anime. Jay, start first. Uh, this shit has gotten funny bad real goddamn quick. We got we got incel bait episode where we got awkward fucking pauses because like, I don't I don't remember that many awkward pauses in the first three episodes. No, I, I don't. really don't. That's what I mean. I don't really remember much about it. Just that it was slightly better than whatever it beat, and but then we come to these everywhere. three, and it's like, what is happening? And look, look at it. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not like a pre-watch Andy here, but like episode seven is called Gambling Lesson. And I am <laughs> gonna lose my fucking shit if there is another dumbass game that this fucking light novel writer came up with that doesn't make any fucking sense. I truly hope so. I doubt uh, it, but I truly hope so. And honestly, and if we're being honest, like just on the like watchability, it goes quick. It doesn't drag oh, yeah, out like no, a couple I, other I don't, things. It didn't feel like it was dragging. This isn't no, one of those ones that's, that's even I mean. like, it's funny to talk about. This is one that's funny no. to talk about and honestly pretty funny to watch. Yeah, it was. Like I had, I rewound a couple of the awkward pauses just to make sure I was <laughs> just, listening to them correctly. Just to make sure like, my audio why did didn't you, break. Why, yeah, why did you pause there? But then you just see their faces staring into the abyss and there's no mouth flaps whatsoever. No. And they could have easily filled it. It would tell, a, tell you know, the telepathic conversation. Nope, just nothing. And there's the, no goddamn the scene, music. The scene where the little kid is talking to the dragon girl telepathically, and she's like, oh, does a hard hit on the head sound like a good time? And she was like, oh, in the right situation, it does. And then the guy, the main character, Nick, goes, what are you two talking about? And they're giggling. I was like, was that a sex joke between her and an ancient sword who looks like a... What is happening? I don't know. I'm here. Anyway, Ethan, sell me yours. Uh, I think that this has the potential to go really, really large. Um, it's definitely set up this massive like plot uh, structure that I think that I tend to really like on this show is that there are far too many things going on with probably too many characters. Uh, we only keep getting introduced to more characters, and they tend to be not very good. Um, I think this has the potential to be much larger in scale than the the other shit that I already forgot the name of. Um, shit, help me out. What was the other one? Um, I don't know. 
Ninjin Fushin. Oh, there Ninjin go. Fushin. Oh, Ninjin yeah, yeah. Fushin. I, th- yeah. I didn't um, realize you were talking about this like other option. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm saying like I think High Card has the ability to go bigger than Ninjin Fushin. Um, yeah. I will admit, like Ninjin Fushin was funny this week. It is. I, I did not expect it to be as funny as it was. Not at all. <laughs> Ma- like math boxing or not math, bo- math, math brawling boxing. Math boxing. Math. Did they call? I thought they called it brawling. No, that. They call it bare knuckle they call math. It bare, bare knuckle. <laughs> oh, that was it. Yeah. yeah. And oh I like that's yeah. it's just the worst possible name. Yeah, bare knuckle math is absolutely hilarious. That ep- those two episodes were hilarious. Um, so yeah, I I don't know. I'm actually pretty conflicted, but I would say that I think that the uh, high card resembles the kind of thing that I tend to look for on a sh- or on this show for a show. Liar. D- oh, okay. All right, it's well, let's good. go to voting. Uh, I'm going to start. You think it's Ethan. too good? I'm going to start card is Ethan than Jay. Uh, that's crazy. Uh, I'm going to start. I'm going to vote for Ninja Fushin for every reason I said. I think this yep. dub is atrocious, and I think it if it keeps going down this spiral, I'm going to be nothing but happy with watching this downward spiral. Right. Uh, whatever it wanted to start out as, it clearly does not want to do any of that anymore. It doesn't care. It just wants to just <laughs> wants go to anywhere. I, I, yeah, I can't awkward tell you where it's going to go. If the next episode is called Gambling Something, I can't tell you where it's going to go from that title. I literally cannot tell the, you anything. It, because it I didn't looks know. like they're in a casino in the thumbnail, and then the next one is called Beautiful Paladin, and it looks like they're still in the casino. <laughs> this, this, I, I cannot stress enough how fucking excited I am for episode uh, seven now, and eight. We're not gonna we're not going to get the whole thing in dubbed, but I think enough of it of the last however many episodes of this moves on will be will be out by the time that I can I can make do, but I just think that there's no way that this doesn't get worse in a good way. Uh, go ahead, Ethan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going Ninja Fusion. Oh my God, um, he did it. Whew. So oh yeah, God. I I don't think High Card is too good, um, but I think that Ninja Fusion is easy to watch while being garbage, um, and I think that we will consistently get worse and worse as time goes on. Whereas I am concerned that um, High Card will manage to write its ship and become something that's good. Um, I really, yeah. t- truly, I don't think it's too. Um, I do not think High Card is too good to be on the show, though. I, I think okay. that it is still definitely a bad anime. Um, like the, there are things that it does okay, but like, I mean, it's like if we think about well, the stuff if we're that talking we said about was, potential, the potential of High Card is way up there. The potential to be bad and to be good. no, the, no, the potential to be too good because if they like course correct a little bit and we get more like character development for a bunch of people. It's going to be very good. It could be. I, I really doubt it. I don't. It's I don't not like like, like visually, it's great. It's probably it's got fine. way more yeah. funding than anything else this fucking year. Yeah. yeah. And you know, like uh, its performances are good. Its voice sure. actors do a very good job. Sure. I, like it, the only thing it's hold on. <clears throat> the only thing it's Bye. fucking missing is character, and like that's something that comes and goes pretty frequently in anime. Yeah, I I guess I'm just saying like of the I would say this is comparable but still worse than um Professor X kills the X-Men, whatever that thing was called. Well, um, yeah, but this So like I mean, to Nana me like was talentless not a chef's kiss. Is a diamond in the rough, I don't know. But my point yeah. is we didn't kick Nana off the pod. We ended up Yeah, keeping. well, 
We should No, we, we did <laughs> kick it off the pod. Remember, no, that was the didn't. time I gave my good speech and got you guys to kick it off the pod because yeah, well, no, maybe you then, were actually okay. enjoying it too much. It didn't win the entire oh, season. Yeah, right. yeah nice well, try. We did watch though, another three episodes, it... and we loved it, but... But the yeah. fact yeah. that High Card... The, mm-hmm. the fact that High Card is still worse than Nana, and like both Jay and I were like, I don't know, like we may as well keep it on. It's not quite good enough. Yeah, well, like, sometimes the I don't rules think are a little different. Yeah, this is, yeah, this is different than back then. Here. We we've changed the rules than we did yeah. back then. But I I do stand by my point though. Like Ninja Fusion, I think it will be a more. It's a higher likelihood of being bad in the way we care well, about. Everybody agrees with that. Everybody agrees with that because I'm also oh, voting for Nin- Ningen Fusion. That that's just objectively true. That Ningen Fusion has the better potential to be bad, yeah. and it ha- already has improved itself, like yes, demonstrably agreed. from episodes one, two, and three. It, well, episodes one, two, and three were just regular shitty, but like yeah. annoying. I now just... it's shitty and hilarious, and like <laughs> those are the two best. This is like a reverse Moriarty, where like we saw, it, we're like, I don't know, this is okay, yeah. and then now we've we've been bamboozled, and it's actually funny as hell. Yeah, High Card <laughs> you know, has yet to be shitty or annoying at the same time. Yeah, you know, no and, and barely. This actually, Ninja Fushin kind of reminds me, in some ways, of Sorcerer Stabber Orphan, where you yeah. are given this like fantasy world that does not matter at all. And then you have this MC that's like, I am setting out to do this. And then he immediately abandons that. And, and he then every look once in a while it'll show up. Yeah, but he couldn't look away. It, it, so, it yeah, doesn't it's, have, it's, it doesn't have cool. the failure of production on every single level no, like no, Sorceress Stabber Orphan yeah. does. That's where it right. falls short. Yeah. You're right that like it has the same hallmarks of just like pure laziness combined yeah. with just like coked out of your mind what the fuck are we even doing because a bunch of these other ones as boring and annoying as some isekais have been they're just like fan service and they're very formulaic and they know exactly Mm -hmm. what they're trying to do which is just be terrible this is really trying to do something and it's so embarrassingly bad at even being formulaic that it's hilarious yeah yeah I'm, i'm on board um, hilariously, that means I vote out my uh, my winner high card, but I you still do. have my dark horse, Ninja Fushin. That's right. Well, I mean, let's be honest. When it comes to the wrap-up episode, everyone's going to finish watching high card. I mean, because, probably not. Uh, really? I'm going to finish watching high card. I don't I'm think it's that good, guys. Really? I You're not going to finish yeah. it? No, I don't think it's You're that good. You're not going to finish high card? What the no. fuck? Uh, there have been very... That's insane to me. Why? Yeah, do you guys crazy. really like it that much? I mean, yeah. I think it's worth watching. I want to see just to see this so. fucking like the the Klondikes kill some more people. Yeah, I kind of want to. Yeah, honestly, I'm in it now more. I think like it kind of lost me with the main characters, but when it brought in the Klondike family, frick, dude, I, I was mean, having that, a blast. Oh, man. The oh, one man. guy is cool, but like the one guy is cool. No, the that chick fucking, we know that gravity about. chick is awesome. Why? Because she Gravity failed cool, to kill someone three that, times. That, then his henchman comes she, in. We don't know what he's gonna do. And there were other henchmen in the room. Ah, uh, frick you! Uh, I don't know. Marble I, guy. Marble guy's got yeah, cool Marble power. Yeah, Bobby Balls is still around. Bobby we don't know what Balls he's gonna do. <laughs> oh, Bobby Balls! I don't know. I, I don't think I would bother. Like, if <laughs> if we're not, if we're kicking it out now, like I don't value High Card as a good anime. So I. It's not that good. But no, but it's worth watching. Yeah. I mean, you can tell me if it's good or not. I still look have to at the watch, end of the like, day. I, I still have right to now. keep my thing as an anime fan. All right. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah, we got to maintain our statuses here. We actually care a lot about it. The, the, when the, the community fans is very in, concerned you know. that I don't like yeah. anime. And every once in a while, I got to throw them a bone. And I'm here to tell them they're right. Yeah, yeah you know what? That, that's really the, the main thing that separates me and, uh, you know, Mike and JW. Two of us like anime. One of us does not. They're definitely pretty fucking right. All right. <laughs> so what do we? next week is what? Outcats and Revenge? Oh, wait, we haven't done the hey, rest of the shit. First of all, first of what? All, this oh, is literally you. my job. Okay. Anyway, sure. next week we got Tale of Outcasts versus Revenge. Oh, wow. Yeah, well, okay. Yeah. Called shots. I don't think. Oh, well, I guess. Well, we're uh, doing called shots. Frick you, no, first of is, all. What stop, is happening? Stop this. I misled you. If I, if I could mute you, I would, but I can't, so I won't. <laughs> That's hard. Yeah. Anyway, Ethan, get <laughs> rid hard. of your winner high card. That's the only thing that changes, did. right? It's gone. Okay. Ninjin Fushin. I said Dragon Chicky's gonna uh, gets kicked out of parties because she's too forceful of a lover. Gonna happen. I don't think she it's gonna happen. She just loves either. food. She just loves food. That's her thing. And the Playboy, like she was susceptible. The Playboy has a bigger chance of that, I think, than the Dragon. Yeah. I genuinely think so. Uh, high card, multiple scenes. The main bad guy playing solitaire with himself. Well, Hear me you know, out. You guys gonna are gonna watch, watch it. it. You yeah. just leave it. Because, like, I I really feel like there's still a shot. No, you got to watch it or else you turn I'm it off. I'm not fucking watching. I'm you, not going to tell you if you get a point. That makes, I got to tell you, there was at least a shot I might have watched it before, but I'm never watching an anime based only on a called shot. Uh, crazy. You're crazy. All right. I, I may not respect my time or myself that much, but I respect it enough for that. Let's see. Uh, where are we at? Uh, Ninjin Fushin, they're caught in their own fantasy world. No one cares about them. Nah, I don't think that's no, going to come true. Yeah, I don't think uh, so. Uh, I don't think anybody cares about them, but I don't think it's for the reasons that I was saying. I just think that, no, uh, you know. Uh, and then High Card, Queen of Hearts. Uh, I, I read ahead. I, we're not going to wow. find out this season uh, what the Queen of Hearts is, but I swear to God, if it's the if it's that girl and I find out in another season, if they come out with a season two and I find out that it's her. You're going to give yourself a point. That's, yeah, I'm going to give myself <laughs> a point retroactively. I don't care posthumously. I don't give a frick because yeah. she has one of the coolest powers. You she can't does. tell me telekinesis. She totally in, does. In, in, <laughs> she absolutely does. Especially how she uses it. Yeah. like no, Gravity so power cool. could have been really boring, but damn. Yeah. Oh, no. When she... <laughs> Like come She's on, like, that woman. that's oh what I'm God. saying. I will. I don't. So I'm gonna take it away now because we don't actually find out the Queen of Hearts. I'm not wrong. It's just that it's like Ethan, like a couple seasons ago, where we just we literally don't find out. We don't get to this point. Yeah. Uh, yeah so, yeah. Uh, but I might retroactively give myself a point, and if I lose this season, maybe I come back and win. Who knows? Maybe I um, come back and win. <laughs> yeah, maybe yeah. I come back and win. All right, Jay, yeah, what do you got? He just wins at a door. All right. So for mine, um, uh, God. Ning and Fushin. Oh, yeah. All, all backstories are joker speeches. I lost that already a while ago. The, their backstories their backstories are what they would consider joker speeches if they considered themselves jokers. Like, you know, loose cannon cops on the edge, but it's the opposite. They're all, they all shared their trauma, and now they're being good with each other, which is bullshit. Do you, think, do you think your high card point still stands after these three episodes? Yes. Okay, so good. my high card one was it's kaiji, but they think it's fun. And the whole point of kaiji was that they uh, they have to gamble with their life in, in the power dynamic of like the people who are overseeing them, and it's it just made it even more confirmed with the fucking uh, heist on the on the yacht, because the entire premise on the heist with the yacht is that their job is to like wrangle up these cards, and someone's selling that like legitimately. They have to steal it. They put everyone's fucking life at risk, and the Klondikes come and basically almost flat out murder people. 
but it's just like uh, yeah that th- this is this is just fun like they're all they're all having a goofy ball fun time the their fucking their secretary is an alcoholic with no friends and they're just like yeah it's fun it's great it's it's very disgusting especially right. says, because i all believe right. the way i lobbied for it last time was that the manager is exactly like uh, the the higher ups in Kaiji. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And that you they're also, rich you capitalists. Also me at twenty, so yeah. They're, they're rich it. capitalists who like fucking exploit everyone under them, and like that's the whole gig. So like, yeah, that's exactly how this works. Theor- theoretically, all the people under this manager are just doing it as a job to make money with their own reasons for doing things, and they're given these like weapons of mass destruction, told to get other weapons of mass destruction where they like risk their fucking lives, and they love it. They just fucking love it. It's yeah, dumb. and if they All fail, right. they get killed, basically. So, yeah, yeah, I get you. All right, producer, winner, high card, get it out of here. Gone, baby. Uh, and then, uh, let's see, Ninja Fusion, Dragon Holds Greatsword and Teeth. Still doesn't happen, but we're going to watch happen. more. Could happen. Yeah. Uh, and then high card, Suicide's King, just execute yourself. I don't think we're even going to get that far with this Suicide you could, King. You could look it up. You could look it up yeah. in the fucking wiki, but, like, the you powers can, are not like that. Yeah, they're At way best, dumber. If it has something to do with suicide, I'd give it to you. But yeah, I, I bet a, if we looked at the wiki, be a weird power to have fifty-two knights and just have one of them kill themselves as the power. <laughs> well, I, or it like, would have or, to be like, yeah, kill yourself to bring back your dead spirit. I don't know what it would be. Well, I just they, don't know. They could make it. They could make it the harm reflect power, where it's like whatever damage happens to you happens to the to somebody else. Oh yeah, maybe. Which is kind okay, of like yeah. suicide king like. Yeah, if you're close if it somehow was that sure, but I don't think I don't think it's going to be Cuz then any you of could that. literally harm yourself to fuck up yeah. somebody else. Yeah. All right. Uh anyway, um so uh that's it for this week. Uh so next week again, Tale of Outcasts versus Revenger, the the most religious anime we've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, by most oh, by far. Least. Yeah. Uh and so I can't wait for that. I got, you know, I still got my money on Revenger. God dang it, Dark Horse, let's go. Revenger, uh, when it when it when the end is Revenger versus Ningen Fushin, we're gonna oh. have the exact same problem. <laughs> where like, <laughs> where, God where talentless it. Nana is here entertaining the shit out of us, and then this other thing is just like we liked it and we kind of wanted to keep watching it, and we were tired of watching trash, and that's why it's still there. Because there's no way Outcats is fucking living, despite the fact that. It's objectively worse in every way <laughs> than Revenger and yeah. most like nine-year-olds yeah. like class essay. Probably not, but we've changed the rules for this season, so we'll see <laughs> what sticks. <laughs> Literally, uh, after we throw out High Card for like maybe being a little bit too good, we're gonna <laughs> we're keep gonna in go Revenger, Revenger, despite yeah, the fact Revenger, that it's clearly Revenger is a little too good, but in a funnier way than High Card. You know, <laughs> not like, at all. The, but that's the, okay. What? No, like the man I've with the I've never back laughed muscles. at Revenger. What? With the scene where the guy got harpooned from the sky from 80,000 miles away. That's not laugh. Away. That's satisfaction. That's <laughs> coming, yeah, brother. I, I remember saying something the like, The guy oh. said, I don't worry, I'm wearing my armor. And then <laughs> that's he that's okay, that was funny. Yeah, that was funny. That was funny. He wasn't wearing any armor. <laughs> He's got a helmet on and that's it. Oh, my uh, God. No, I think he should have said, don't worry, brother, scenes. I'm You're OSHA right, compliant. Yeah, like you're right, but I think Revenger had a few funnier scenes. But yeah, no, it is the it is on the same the same token with High Card. So we'll see. Uh, we hope you join us next week. Um, until then, bye, bye bye. Bye. You and that itchy trigger finger. When you gotta go, brother, you gotta go. 
Keep up! Remember, get the sheriff's 